0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Beckoning Podcast Book Club. Today we're talking about the clan novel Toreador, which we've been reading, or some of us have been reading, <laughs> over the last, over the last uh, like month, and hopefully a bunch of people have been reading along with us, they've read it already, and we are going to go through the narrative as we see it, and also our thoughts on it so this is basically a spoiler cast for it uh don't expect us to like avoid spoiling things for you so be warned but uh welcome everyone um we have our, our usual friends huddy and primogen how are you two
1: hello hi
0: And we have a new friend harry hello how are you <laughs> i i
2: guess i'm over here yeah yeah. <laughs> my,
1: um, my sincerest apology, by the way, Harry, it's my fault you, you were it, reading the wrong one. It book. is
2: a-okay.
1: We should, we should get into that, though, because it's, it's a funny story. It, it is.
0: is. Yeah. It's interesting in the uh, publishing of this book series in general as well, so I'm, I'm sure it's a mistake people have made in the yeah. past. Yeah. So, I would not
1: be surprised. So they released these thirteen books, right? One for each clan. That's how it started out. And then they were like, We should release compilations. So they is it four? Four different books? Yeah. I so. They're like, how about we do it chronologically? So they picked apart all the books and just put them in a chronological order as far as I know. <laughs> just the one that I pointed Harry at. Like, it is, is a it is a
2: disaster of a book. Um <laughs> look it's uh, some of it wasn't some of it was I, I mean i enjoyed some of reading it uh i gotta say it did it was a bit hard at first just because it kept bouncing back and yeah. forth between different uh characters and settings and time period well not time period it was pretty consistent on that
1: yeah um, but, but still like you have a very set tone written for a specific book and then just rip that part out of it and put next to another book that has a completely different tone
2: yeah so certainly not gonna bit jarring yeah
0: but we are reliably informed that Harry has, by pure accident, covered most of the stuff that was in the Torridor book. <laughs> so. Uh, Hell yeah! Thank, thanks to the compilation writers for doing that mm-hmm. for us, I guess. Um, so, uh, before we get onto thoughts and opinions, should we should we do a quick quick recap? of what goes on in the book is there anyone who'd like to start because i can't quite remember how it began. is it is it leopold I the toreador having he- sex with someone is that where it starts uh, well, sort of. <laughs> oh it's post-coital that's yeah. it okay hang on i've actually got the pdf
1: yeah how did you want to do you want to go <laughs>
3: Oh, it's, yeah, it starts off with Leopold and he's naked and this woman he has with him is naked and he's feeding off of, I think, the femoral artery or whichever artery runs through the thigh. And it's very descriptive of what's going on, you know, um, which, you know, as as a, since I'm the only woman on the panel here as a woman when we read things like that, the very first thing we look at is, we can tell if a man wrote it or if a woman wrote it, is the very yeah, first thing we no, can tell. And a man wrote it. It's very have obvious. You, have you
0: seen that tweet that's like, uh, this is a man writing woman a thing. She, yes. like, the the light went on to her pristine breasts yeah. as she got up, and they jiggled merrily. as hy- As yeah. she
3: bo- boobed boobily down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she
0: titted boobily down <laughs> yeah. the stairs.
3: Yeah, There's a whole subreddit called Men writing women, which I recommend yep. everyone read. It's great. It's, it's great and I, true. Yeah,
1: I would say there is an abundance of, uh, of scantily clad women <laughs> through this book. Yes. Uh, for sure.
3: And uh, I had to actually ask my wife, who was an art major at one time, what a bonzetto was because all this art terminology, I know nothing mm-hmm. about it. And uh, so Leopold is um, a Toreador, he's a vampire and he is a an artist he likes to sculpt that's his personal form his of art as yeah. medium aside
0: yes. from sex it appears to be his other medium yeah. yeah but only in stone and marble
1: not living material like wood
3: yeah i does he really explain why or does he give some weird toridora answer why
0: uh, he gives a weird <laughs> yeah, answer? yeah yeah
1: it's it's very vague
0: And, like, we find out much later that the art he creates is even weirder than I thought it would be. Oh, Mm -hmm. boy. Um, There's an art gallery scene. But for now, he's like in his studio, just uh, did the horizontal monster mash, as (laughs) Huddy puts it. (laughs) Did you pick
1: that one up?
3: Yeah, and um, basically he just goes—he you know drags on a little bit as toriador mm-hmm. tend to do—and um, explains that his what he does is that he uh, strolls along Piedmont Avenue in Georgia and or in Atlanta, and he looks for women who will. Have, there's an actual terminology for it that we use nowadays, but I actually can't remember what it's called. But basically, it's uh, a lot of homeless people do this. They will. Um, trade something for room and board for a night and mm-hmm. there's an actual term among the homeless population mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it is mm-hmm. and of course he gives her a room he puts she he drains her of a lot of her blood apparently cuz she's very weak and tired afterwards and he gives her a room to sleep in and he leaves her money mm-hmm. and drugs a little bit of
1: coke yeah just to make her feel like she tricked him instead of the other way around yeah mm-hmm. right
3: and I can't remember if in the first chapter he goes into his problem with his artwork. It, we can just—it it comes up later, but yeah.
1: I, I think we can—we don't have to stick specifically to chapters, but we can talk about all the characters that start out because his problem, Huddy, is that. What's his problem? Oh, you want me to say <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs>
3: his his problem is is that he can't sculpt kindred, um, for whatever reason that he doesn't know. And uh, he desperately wants to sculpt his sire, but he can't quite remember, you know, he has, like, sort of snapshots of Mm -hmm. what, you know, happened and what she looks like. But every time he tries to sculpt a kindred, even if he's picked up a random kindred off the street that he, you know, is a friend of a friend, Mm -hmm. he can't sculpt them. He just can't do it.
1: I I think he's able to sculpt if they're not kindred. uh, if If they don't tell him, yeah. Uh, he has a friend uh, pick models for him, but the reason he can't remember is he thinks at least his sire has put some kind of done something to his memory, so he won't remember her. Because mm-hmm. he does it to mortals, like he he blurs their memories. Uh, yeah, there's a
0: lot of memory manipulation in this yeah. book. Where uh, and he he's thinking that his. Entire history of himself that he remembers, like being a starving artist, eventually and finding a patron. The patron turning them, and he's fairly convinced that the patron is just a a figment of whoever imagine whoever's imagination that rewrote his memory. So Mm -hmm. he's not sure about where he comes from, and he wants to find out through his art, uh, which is a weird way. But I find I find it very funny that he he got a bunch of different. Uh, people, vampires, and mortals to to model for him, and he's like, "I will try to to sculpt you. If I don't know who you are, whether you're a vampire, then I'll probably be able to do it." And he can, except for this one guy, who he pisses off by yeah. like immediately figures out that he's a vampire because he said says something. Uh-huh. And he's like, "No, you, he says you something very
3: bruja or very anarch, whatever yeah, it yeah, was." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's it. Oh yeah, he um he annoys. One of the Anarchs, yeah, yeah, who turns up once in the rest of the book and then disappears. Yeah. Because that's what this book does. Yeah, yep.
1: <laughs> Gives you characters, uh, lots yep. of them to work with. And I think before Leopold heads off to do the next thing he's going to do, he does enter, like he has this thing, right? Sometimes he will enter a trance-like uh, thing when he makes his best sculptures. And he really tries to force himself to sculpt his sire again. And he does achieve this trance-like state. And the figure that he sculpts is the local Toreador Primogen, Victoria Ash, who apparently is a recent arrival in Atlanta after the blood curse, we'll talk about it in a little bit, has annihilated the population. So he starts suspecting that she might be his sire, yeah. but he doesn't know. He doesn't know. And he
3: also admits that he's that he's like super attracted to her. Oh like, yeah, shocking. Yeah. He oh yeah
1: he 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 goes uh, French kissing with the statue. So that's the thing. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's
3: right.
0: <laughs> what medium does he use for that? He's like using clay, clay or something. Clay. clay. Yeah. So he makes out with an unfired clay statue, yeah. which he's, must his door. But then he sticks his tongue in, and then yep. all I can imagine is just the mouth of this statue is all messed all fucked up, <laughs> oh, fuck just because he's yeah uh, it's. He's uh, trying to French this statue, and he he's so weird as a character. He's so weird.
1: He's yeah, so he's so awkward. As hell. Something I do like about Leopoldo is that he, like the writer of this book, uh, puts a lot of work into presenting uh, how a neonate, a recently embraced vampire, will be living. So he's got this pretend ha- home with pretend. Uh, Uh, food in his cupboards and he's got this old clunker that he's driving around and you know he's he's making do he's almost living the same way he did when he was immortal Mm. um and he's also got these ideas that oh i'm not entirely sure how the blood bond works is it five times is it two times he's got ideas that kind of is how it is but obviously he doesn't have access to all the information and that is something that will be reoccurring in the book that there will be characters who know he's more about idiot. it. Yeah, an idiot. Yeah, he's, a, he's an idiot, that's, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, but it's it's interesting the fact that they have misleading facts and he mentions the Sabbat but he doesn't actually know what the Sabbat is. Um, yeah. I think it really... Um, I think it portrays the life of a recently braced vampire fairly well. Someone who tries to stay out of politics and do his own thing.
0: Yeah, he, he's... He mentions that he doesn't know a lot of vampires because he's like, who can help me? with my problem about who how, how i don't know who my sire is properly yeah. and and then he's like well there was this one creepy vampire who just sort of turned up at my house i guess i'll go ask her yeah
3: <laughs> well because yeah she... well he did he did know one vampire who was how he knew hannah which was stella the katif oh
0: yeah these he's, mm-hmm. he's yeah. made friends with uh a katif who's Basically, an outcast, like sort of well, like him. Like a ca- Ste- like. A Stella yeah, yeah. is my favorite character in the book. <laughs> Justice yeah, would, for Stella. I would agree. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. So, mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's essentially Leopold's side of the story. Then we also get some insight into the rising conflict between the anarchs and the Camarilla in the city. Uh, the prince who is named Benison. Benison, and we don't know who cl- which clan Benison belongs to initially, but he and the... Malkavian. Yeah, we, we know that later, but they don't reveal that when they reveal the thrilling motorbike chase of a ghoul who has some vital information that he's bringing to the uh, his bruja leader, who turns out to be the primogen, Thelonius. So Thelonius is apparently in a conflict with... Uh, or at least the Anarchs are in a conflict with Benison, and Thelonious has Anarch leanings.
0: Yeah, th- this, this bit confused me because Thelonious is the Bruja Primogen. Yeah. But he's chilling with the Anarchs. Yeah. yeah
3: he, he's also an Archon, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's,
1: that's uh, is the Archon. Uh, no, no, that's uh, no. Who, who is that? Uh, that Julius. Is, uh, Julius. 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 Yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. There's also Theobel, who is Theo Thelonious. Like I. I For a long while I thought Theobel would be appearing in this, but he's mentioned, he's mentioned once. Yes. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of characters in the story, but essentially the prince is sending helicopters chasing and and strafing with... Mini guns or something, like that?
0: <laughs> trying, to, trying to get yeah. this ghoul. Like on the that motorcycle. might be a masquerade breach. Yeah, it's it's helicopters on ha- a vampire. <laughs> so, so <laughs> it's,
1: there's this really intense war between the anarchs and the Camarilla in the city,
0: and it escalates <laughs> to the point where this ghoul with the vital information, dodging bullets round a fast ring and he's and, like he rides the side of the motorcycle. He serves it. As it. He, he serves a motorcycle.
3: It's, it's really it. jarring yeah. going from Leopold and like astral projecting and making out with the statue to this. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah for it's sure. It's so funny. I mean, I read the book before, but then coming back to it, I was like, oh my God, I, I didn't remember
0: all this. But yeah, yeah he, he's he... so ridiculous, though. It's I, I love it because <laughs> and, it's just yeah. like he rides the side of the motorcycle twice and then it's described as getting completely ruined, but he rides it along anyway. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's 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 a would... uh,
1: it's, it's a resilient bike.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's probably and then they shoot Fine. down
1: two of the choppers with surface-to-air oh, missile the... launchers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they have missile
1: launchers. Yeah, which would, yeah. apparently I, I don't think this is a spoiler, but which apparently the
0: prince has been given
1: to the anarchs. Um, oh yeah. When yeah. I read that part, I was like, that, "What?" That's
0: <laughs> that section of the story with like what Victoria Ash's yeah. plan, what she thought oh, her shit. plan was. Yeah and what was actually happening and who gave who it's what. It's irrelevant. It was
3: so confusing and yes, entirely irrelevant. <laughs> Imagine yeah. a court run by a Malkavian being confusing.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. Um, but that—that that is the introduction of Thelonius who won't be making another appearance for a while. And yeah, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's there and he's, he's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's basically all yeah. we get.
0: He's cool as hell. He tells the ghoul to GTFO. He yeah. feeds him his blood to like heal yeah. him cuz his arms like hanging by a thread. Um, and they basically use celerity to sprint out of there as the yep. police raid the place, and then <laughs> like, the ghoul hands in the message. Yeah, he's he's and running Thamotis and reading. He's like reading, by yeah. shit <laughs>
3: and running along.
0: Oh, it's so funny! It's and kidding. I'm pretty sure
3: right from that chapter we do then get to find out who gave him the letter and what it says. So that mm-hmm. was nice. I wasn't expecting that.
0: I honestly, I don't. remember.
1: Don- was that I remember. Theo Bell or was it? No, it's Benjamin. Oh, it's Benjamin, Benjamin. Ben true. Right. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll get to him when we get to the uh, to yeah. the uh, Elysium. Uh, yeah, I'm right. remembering that. Yeah. But then we go um, back to Leopold again. No,
3: After, we, no, we, we get we get to talk to the Giovanni first. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. The Giovanni's
0: next. Benito, he's a smart cookie. <laughs> oh
1: boy, Benito Giovanni, that's certainly a, a slow boiler. Wow, there is. So. Who wants, want to, <laughs> Who wants to talk about
2: Benito? Benito? Who wants to talk about? Who wants to talk about the katana's in bit? the room? <laughs> I think I may have the bit <laughs> again. He's, he's like this book a is a, with a the phone. book I read is a disaster. <laughs> so I am
0: very much like you're completely absolved of anything yeah, yeah, yeah. you've missed. Basically. Yeah. If you remember Randall the Wraith, then you're on the right track.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know Randall. Oh God,
1: <laughs> Randall the Wraith. <laughs> the the uh i would say the mvp of this story i think benito's yeah. Oh, yeah, really right, cool super him. cool yeah
0: and everyone was been a dick to him but yeah. that, that comes later yeah. like that's two separate scenes that should be right next to each other really. yeah, yeah for sure they should the have certainly one, been what's his name giovanni uh benito i think benito mm-hmm. yeah uh, does someone want to take this because i think it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever read it is i don't
1: yeah how do you want to
3: Oh God. Okay, so we get introduced to Benito. Uh, almost said Mussolini, <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni, <laughs> uh, who's, who's in- the famous All vampire
1: this- family, Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
3: I'm oh, sorry. No, stereotypes are hurtful. Um, <laughs> so we get um, Benito Giovanni sitting in an office somewhere in Boston, um, being super OCD, rearranging his phones on his desk, and he's, he's got three
1: for- cell phones in like 2001.
3: Right. Yeah. That was big news. <laughs> and uh, he keeps getting a call from someone who keeps calling and I don't remember exactly what eight, he was nine, saying. It gives yeah. him ominous messages and he knows who it is, but he doesn't reveal to the audience who it is. Cause Does we don't he? get, we don't deserve to know.
0: Oh, cause I was under the understanding that he was getting cold calls that are like breathing down a phone. He was, and then, and then
3: eventually they said something and oh. he knew exactly who it was.
0: Did he know who it was or did he know what
3: they meant? I. Well, it was one of the other. I'm pretty sure yeah. he knew who it was. I'm pretty sure.
1: Well, it's essentially something that made him cancel his plans to heading for Atlanta, right? Because he was going to attend. I think he, he was, was gonna going attend to attend the the party, the, the party uh, Victoria's party.
3: He might have been, but I know he he specifically said he was. He sent someone in in his place.
1: Oh, just spy oh, yeah. it. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, but he he canceled his plans, didn't reschedule them, and. Uh, did he talk to rand i think he talked to randall yeah in yeah. that first
3: bit yeah he his, did. his
1: housebroken broken yeah. wraith who uh who uh he who hears the shadows but the shadows don't have a lot to say right now yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's all spooky but it is the single most overthought section of this book yeah <laughs> he's staring at his phone being like should I pick up on one or two rings? Yeah. <laughs> and when He's playing, they don't yeah. say anything, Maya must bluff to iman- make them imagine that I do know who it is. Oh, wow.
1: Yes, Machiavellian phone calls, That's uh, that's for sure. And someone's basically been calling him and hanging up after a little bit, so he has nothing to go on, except that the number... The, the number is for specifically the Giovanni family line. So it's someone yeah. who knows the family line. That's why he's
0: so upset about it. Yeah, it wouldn't just be yeah. a kid accidentally... Yeah, yeah. prank around. calling the
2: yeah. Yeah, Benito Giovanni. Yeah, because <laughs> <a, laughs> apparently... your <laughs> refrigerator running?
0: <laughs>
3: I actually remember reading that and being like, what is that area code? Because they specifically say what area code it is. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's like, no area code. No, no, it's not. It doesn't because exist. It's like it's hash three yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's
1: not supposed to be an actual area code. It's just three yeah. numbers or three symbols um but i think he's like oh it could be from atlanta georgia it could be georgia regional call which is supposed to hint that maybe it's someone calling from georgia who knows uh or his number is closed it's confusing
3: yeah it it is confusing because he has cell phones for new york boston and then i can't remember what the third one is and then he has or maybe i think that third one is just specifically for giovanni calls oh yeah yeah
1: that's probably it. that's the one Mm -hmm.
3: But yeah so that's
0: benito giovanni we yeah, will see and again gets a call, he's like he hears something that we don't know what it is mm-hmm. so it's not yeah. particularly dramatic and he goes <gasps> and drops the phone and that's where it ends oh yeah
3: yeah it, well then he then he he bitches at his ghoul, and then he bitches at his dumb cousin apparently michael oh, yeah. whatever
1: his name is and then yeah. it ends oh yeah michael is michael is the poor guy yeah we'll, we'll get to him later oh, um, yeah. <laughs> god i like him <laughs> yeah. i do too I, l- I like michael uh i like all of uh, i'll be honest i like this book <laughs> even if we're riffing on it right now i think i think mm-hmm. it's very 99 vampire uh, if i get a lot of maybe it's the nostalgia talking but i as far yeah. as the, you know a book that's written for for a game it's not that bad i've read the warcraft novels they're not good yeah. at all <laughs> they're way worse uh,
0: but then we go back to Leopold.
1: That's true. He's going to mm-hmm. Hannah. hmm That's it. He's um, going... To, oh,
0: sorry. Josh. No, no, no. If you, if you want to describe this one, All I right. quite like sure, it. Sure,
1: sure. Uh, he's going to Hannah, who is the uh, mysterious Tremere that came to his studio a while back. So he's like, Tremere are magical, so they should probably be able to help me out. And the Chantry is, uh, is guarded by a couple of dogs? pit pools, I mm. think. Yeah. And when he gets inside, he sees all these weird things, like he sees a top that keeps spinning. It never stops, obviously stolen for a movie later on, so that's... <laughs> could, exactly. could certainly sue someone for that one. Um, but yeah, he gets into Chantry, it's sufficiently spooky and weird. And I'm actually willing to bet that the mysterious mechanics of the new um, L.A. Chantry in the mm. Bloodlines was taken directly from this.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: because it's if you don't follow the exact pathway you're supposed to go, you get lost or put somewhere you shouldn't be. And the ghoul that arrives basically has to say the name of the person he's going to so the light can guide him. Um and he he arrives to sorry for the splash there in the background. Uh, He arrives to see Hannah performing this ritual, standing in a pentagram with five candles burning. And she's got this red mist that she's conjuring, and she's using finger symbols, and it's all very complicated. Um, And she essentially creates a small vial of blood with this blood-red mist. And Leopold's like, oh, you showed me how to do this ritual. And, And she basically tells him, well, how do I do it? And obviously <laughs> he, he doesn't He doesn't have any idea
2: how to do it. Really okay, idiot. so... Paul he's an, an idiot. idiot. I had this scene... This is just me being dumb and ADHD. Yeah, All yeah. this scene made me think of was, like, the hand signal was, like... It just made me think she was, like, throwing up blood gang signs. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be hilarious. Isn't that basically made, what too. Tremere do when they do those <laughs> things? Pretty much...
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's it's very um she she's very uh, severe uh, described as being very plain looking as well like there's a lot of focus on women's appearance in this book
3: mm-hmm. uh, and believe me I noted every time that Leopold would be like be like her body be bagging but <laughs> about her face yeah,
0: yeah he's certainly well, not is, kind victoria Ash does it as well she's like Victoria mm, Ash is I the worst. She she, she would good, just just like, nagging. Yeah.
2: For Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's I, I feel like Victoria Ash also doesn't have a leg to stand on considering her own background as a like she was a camp follower, so she she really shouldn't mm-hmm. be getting on poor Cindy's yeah. case. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but basically Hannah goes, "All right, so now you see me do this ritual, I will tell you why you're here, you're here to find out who your sire is. And Leopold's like, oh, how did you know? Um,
3: <laughs> because Could it be like... because you're magic? Yeah.
1: And uh, then she goes, I will tell you who your sire is. You will drink this blood and then you will sculpt me. And Leopold goes, I oh, will I can certainly try. And she pulls off her robe and goes, no, you must sculpt me. No, my, oh my body. God. Yeah. Yeah,
0: she has really specific requests, like... Yeah. Uh, it has to be life size, oh, yeah, and yeah. as yeah. lifelike as possible, which yeah. I know is a problem for you. So uh, have at yeah, yeah. yeah it's, and it's and she, and she won't
3: model, she won't model for him. So he's got to like feel her up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he so has to. She
1: does, which she even points out that he was very time. thorough. So, but he, but it's cool uh, because he also goes into this trance while he does it. So it's it's fine. It's fine. We don't get yeah. the details. Mm. But yeah, that's certain. But later
0: <laughs> she's like, "Yes, you were very thorough." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, everyone wins as reading that book, but man, yeah.
0: 16 year old
1: me was loving that book. Yes. <laughs> um, but then he drinks the blood and she, she goes, you will find out later. Now leave. And uh...
3: <laughs> Yeah, that's what she does.
1: You drink this now, fuck off. And it she was, puts her it, robe it, back on
3: and she's like, get up.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have had that blood offered to me by Tremere, who I am have been told are notorious in using <laughs> blood magic. Oh, well. So, so he heads off. That's his
3: approach to everything, he's, oh, well. he's literally an idiot throughout the whole, I'm sorry. He's an idiot throughout the whole book. It's terrible. It's,
1: it's glorious witnessing him through the eyes of another character because it's so <laughs> obvious how awkward he is then.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, That and the fact that I sort of imagined him as a player character uh-huh. <laughs> in, in a VTM game. That would explain a lot. Right, because <laughs> he's just yeah. like, mm, I don't know, there's a thing over there. Press the button. <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: he's, he's very much uh, the vehicle for the story, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's all for the first part of the story, if I'm not mistaken. That's the
3: whole first part of the yeah. book.
1: Yeah, yeah. the build-up, the uh, first act
3: um, um, but we we should talk about Benjamin because we didn't oh, talk about him. Oh, right, right. Because he's sorry. also in the first part. So And that's really brief. That's just the letter that was given to Thelonius was from Benjamin, who is in the Camarilla and he is the prince's wife's child, mm-hmm. who we'll talk about later. And um, basically he's... Um, I think that comes into play because Victoria Ash tr- is trying to cause a rift between them because although they are both in the Camarilla... Camarilla, Camarilla, Camarilla and Thelonious has leanings towards the Anarchs. Um, Benjamin also has like a, a friendship or some sort of kinship with mm-hmm. Thelonious and wants to help him and yeah. isn't happy with Benison. Yeah, they're,
1: they're both involved in civil rights stuff as well. They, they yeah. um, Atlanta obviously has a lot of racial tension going on uh, mm-hmm. and they're both on that side. Uh, sorry for the interjection. But. Beth- they, Right. Yeah, it it is. It is a very, very. uh, It's. It's it's a. I would say powder keg, because uh, the prince. It would turn out. uh, This is. We'll get into that later. But he is an ex-Confederacy soldier, and obviously, super racist. Yeah. Obviously. And uh, his wife, having embraced a black civil rights movement man, uh, would be highly. Provoking as well as difficult for him. Like Victoria Ash is essentially doing some manipulation here. That's what's going on. Uh, but it is certainly something that if the Prince Benison would find out, it would cause quite a problem in his relationship with his wife Eleanor. Hmm. Well she's a Ventru and he's a Mulcavian, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes.
0: The the understanding I got from that particular situation is that either she asked him and no one knew, or uh, to to sire uh, Benjamin. Or, um, more likely, she didn't ask, sired him anyway, and um, the idea that that coming out, either the prince would have to go, uh, yes, of course I knew what was going on here. Yeah. He, he's yeah. fine, mm-hmm. and that would cause all sorts of undermining of his authority, or as something else that would also undermine him was just being like, well, fuck you, wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You you have to take the punishment for yeah. starring without asking.
3: And it's... I,
1: uh, oh, sorry. sorry.
3: No, as I was gonna say, I think Victoria Ash rumorates a little bit thinking that Benison doesn't know. Mm-hmm. She's not sure, though. And and the, the, the,
1: a, a huge source of detention we find out, I, I think it's in this arc, maybe it's, uh, in this uh, part of the book, or maybe it's later, in, in the middle, um, is that Benison has been very freely giving away the right of embrace to a lot of vampires and the, and the right of the main because the city was devastated by this blood curse that's mentioned several times in the book, which wiped out a vast population of vampires. Interestingly, yeah, yeah, this blood curse is never mentioned, as far as I know, in any official role-playing material. Um, it is apparently the main theme of three other novels that I have never heard of, uh, so might be reading those at some point. But it is a, is mentioned very repeatedly throughout this book, and you're just, they do explain what it is, but apparently Benison allowed a lot of vampires leeway in, in get, getting domain in the city or rights of embrace, except for Bruja and vampires with anarch leanings, which is a huge source of this rising tension, uh, because he's essentially provoking Thelonious, I'm sure the prince knows that Thelonious has anarch leanings to to act first, you know, to act out against the prince. So it's just, it's your typical Camarilla city, really. If you think about it, very poli- politics on several different levels.
0: Yeah, I I thought a lot of the politicking was interesting, and some mm-hmm. of the ideas were kind of cool in that. But uh, uh, yeah, w- uh I, where were we in the book at this point? <laughs> the second the, the second arc. Oh
3: yeah yeah yeah. Sorry,
0: <laughs> that was it.
3: No, someone else has to field this because I cannot. Do Gloria, uh, Gloria, oh my God, Victoria Ash Justice. I cannot, because I don't particularly like her character.
0: <laughs> I, I understand why. She's a mega bitch. <laughs> Basically, oh, as, If I had to hear as... her
3: describe those doors anymore, I was going to lose my mind. Fucking doors.
1: <laughs> I love that part. She's incredibly paranoid. I you love know, Victoria. All, these, Ash. All,
3: these, all this time we're saying Chris is a, is a Samichi or a Tremere. I think he's a Tory. I think he's secretly a Tory. <laughs> I, I
1: I would not be against it. I I love Victoria Ash unabashedly. She's the best. She's the best main character of this book. Sorry. Yeah, I got
2: to say she is awful but in a fun way for me. Oh yeah. I I immensely enjoy just her bitchiness and bullshit.
0: See, I don't like her. I think she's quite smart, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, get onto that later. But um, uh, oh god, yeah. she's in her Victoria, car. That's where are we started. at the bit where Victoria Ash is in the car and she's yeah. like, drive by slowly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the part. Yeah.
0: Yeah so victoria ash appears for the first actual time in this book in a car being driven to a party which uh i was expecting to be like the main like the the grand part of this but it appears starts mm-hmm. way earlier in the book than i thought it would but that's fine and she is on the way there basically um the way i read it she was like pure anxiety brain going through every single permutation of what might possibly go wrong with her plan. She understands vampires, and that in all likelihood is entirely possible that she's being controlled from behind the scenes and she doesn't even know it. She's paranoid about being like brainwashed, mind controlled, memory wiped, all of that stuff. Um, which honestly, I don't think she should be, but she doesn't know that yet. Uh, <laughs> the, um, yeah, the chauffeur arrives, like, checks that there's people there, and she oh yeah, yeah, she spies on the party, because she's in uh, invested in Elysium having this super special glass, and th- the smartest thing she does is she has a pocket in her dress. Like, she has a full-on green In shirt, 1999, like impossible. Which dress? is smart as hell. Yeah. Um, described as being held up by one brooch, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> Um, with a pocket in it. They're very forward thinking, Victoria. Again, I'm
3: not, I'm not trying to harp on the fact that I'm the only woman on the panel, but again, can you imagine the, the fact that having a pocket in a dress is forward thinking? <laughs> Could you imagine? Women designers don't even put pockets in their dresses or in their pants. <laughs> yeah. right? The pants I have, the pockets go like this deep. Oh, yeah, fake pockets
1: is perfect.
0: I, I was wondering where a Toreador would put the pocket. So that leaves it up to your imagination. It, 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 make, it you makes would. perfect sense to, to not have pockets,
1: because then how else are you gonna sell women the purses? You know exactly. That yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, she she's not described as having a purse. She doesn't have and a purse. No. So she's the only like thing she carries on her
1: on her body, except for the clothes, is this little this little opera glasses that can see through this opaque, opaque
0: glass. Oh yeah, pack. yeah. That's that's like the Elysium gimmick that she's uh, yeah. wrangled her way somehow mm-hmm. into getting the entire Elysium including interior walls apparently she's built a special glass that she can't see through with her vampire powers but she can see through with like little uh, it's fine it
1: has something to do with light waves she doesn't know how it how it works (laughs) yeah she's (laughs) like it works
0: so I won't question it um which honestly I it it's a real thing uh, yeah. it was a real thing. I thought, I thought so, it was an... Uh,
1: but just, isn't it like the uh, Atlanta Museum of Art or something? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah, the she had Atlanta to pull Museum quite a, a bit of strings heart. to change all the outside windows as well to this.
0: Mm-hmm. She, I mean, it's vampires, man. Uh, but uh,
1: she's in her car. She's on her way to the party.
2: Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Off. That would be a lot of windows. <laughs> I'm looking at this building right now god damn <laughs> yeah yeah well she's a primogen she's a t- Toriador
1: primogen
3: and when you have a lot of presence you know yeah Yep. Yeah. oh and importantly
0: we learn her goal is to become prince of atlanta yes that she's is correct tired of being a Toriador or primogen uh she, there's like it's a problem city basically all sorts of horrible things going on that she thinks we don't hear anything that she's like oh, I'm going to solve this. No, she's like I can take power here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, she's like Benison's an idiot. I'm yeah, going yeah. to get him killed, mm-hmm. get power, it's going to be good. Yep. Um, but you mentioned she's very paranoid about being controlled by other vampires because she's obviously controlling other vampires. Mm-hmm. So she has devised a little system for this. <laughs> um, she, she does a very elaborate coin toss in every decision she makes. This is something that's not present in Future books, lore books, stuff like that. I don't know if she still does it, but <laughs> she she cannot trust herself to make a decision. So she'd be like, I have this brilliant idea. I'll flip a coin and see if I'm actually going to do it.
0: The coin is doors. Yeah.
3: Two <laughs> doors. <laughs> doors. The
1: Ten Commandments and uh,
0: Rodan's
1: Inferno? Um, or is gates it of hell. Gates, of hell? gates of Hell? The Gates of Hell.
0: The Gates of Hell. So she has two doors into this. Um, in, into this gallery right next to each other and essentially to get to those doors you have to go up an elevator she has her ghoul controlling the elevator who is supposed to like manipulate the timing of the elevator arriving and leaving so that only a couple of people arrive at once. Yeah, but so never, like, just yeah, never just one. Never just one. Always two. and uh, So they A, so they can talk to each other as they go up and be awkward uh, Mm -hmm. in some cases, and so that she can use an incredibly ridiculous long list of possible permutations of doors and people that go through it uh, so that she can decide whether or not she's going to attempt to become prince.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say this again. I think this is a brilliant idea. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, I I enjoyed the part about this. I'm like, if I was a vampire and I knew about antediluvians, I would be doing this.
0: It's it's sort of a good idea. It's yeah, painfully it's elaborate, but you know,
1: desired. I think if you're a couple of hundred years old, doing it just a to- coin flip is gonna be boring. Yeah, I suppose. It'd be simpler, though. It would be simpler. <laughs> uh, you, you folks don't have any sense of the dramatics.
3: <laughs> yeah, my <God. laughs> Where's the theatrics? Yeah,
1: exactly. So but horrible. yeah, she she wants uh, at least two people to go up there because she has this elaborate system, which we don't actually find out what it is. We just know yeah, we that just she find has find out it.
0: the permutation that does happen. where yeah. it's like this this uh, basically really young stripper torador turns up and it's like, Cindy. oh my
2: God. Hey, Victoria. Cindy.
1: Oh, man. I, I feel like, for
2: Cindy, yeah. Cindy's, so. like, a, just reminded me of uh, who's the Toreador influencer from Chicago Stories. Oh, God. You mean... Portia. Porsche? 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 yes. That ga- <laughs> gave me Porsche vibes.
3: I've never heard anyone speak British before.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah, that's, she said that.
1: No, <laughs> so you He's said that. Oh, I said, <laughs> said
3: <that. laughs> Oh, God. And I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry.
1: I'm so sorry for butchering <laughs> for Portia like that. It's um, perfect. But yeah, Cindy, the disgusting stripper toreador, like, <laughs> oh, Victoria really hates that. her. Um, apparently they were contesting for the position of Primogen. Uh, Somehow. Because Uh, because Cindy's
3: sire was Was the the primogen before and she died of the blood curse or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm.
1: So Cindy and Leopold are coming out and they're talking with each other and there's tension in the air. Mm -hmm. I don't quite recall what what
0: Cindy... Hang on, I'm going to... Oh, sorry. See if I can get to the bit in the book because Cindy goes through one of the doors and then uh, she, after, goes like, hell. Sniping, she, does. she goes through hell yeah um which is true and <laughs> it's true. like after sniping between victoria and her leopold comes out all like uh, stiff and awkward like hello hi. i need to remember how to human i fancy <laughs> i mean i don't fancy you
1: <laughs> hi victoria is my voice loud <laughs> Yeah, it's it's painful to see it a loophole. Is and, and Victoria has this kind of like, oh, that's cute.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: She's like, how simple and stupid. Yeah.
0: And and from her, because we get it from her perspective, we don't get any like, ah, here is the boy that I secretly sired. She's yeah. just like, huh, this kid's weird. <laughs> <laughs> a good Which art, could still though, mean so. that she sired
1: him. Bit of good know? art, though. <laughs> It's true. He's also described as having constantly dirt under his fingernails, right? Yeah. Oh, and and hair just
2: messy enough to look like he just woke up. Oh yeah. man. Oh man.
3: And uh and then she he annoys her because he spends so much time at the 10 commandments door. He's yeah. literally so, the
0: the <sighs> door that he goes through determines whether or not she's going to do it. The the prince thing. Yeah. And um he dilly dallies at the doors because he's like,
3: Oh, art.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: In like, an art gallery. Wow. Amazing.
0: And then he's like, Did you get And then she's like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Just, just go. Because
1: go. <laughs> she hears the elevator from the bottom going up. And it's like, Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, but eventually, yeah, she goes through heaven. She decides she's going to go through with it. Because yeah, yeah.
0: He, he goes through heaven, right? No, he, goes, he through goes through heaven. hell as well. He oh, that's right, hell, yeah, that's so she right. she goes through heaven, yeah. which means that she's going to do it. He just um, wanted to
3: take 20 minutes to admire this one particular section of the Ten Commandments, or yeah. door
0: Yeah, this I think was supposed to be prophetic or something, yeah. but I don't but know. He, he,
1: also, he also is like, how did you get your hands on uh, Rodan's Gates of Hell? Apparently it's a cast. Like, there's multiple copies of this gate. Mm-hmm. I looked it up, so it's not really that... Spectacular. Yeah. It's not but, unique,
0: but I, I was kind of hoping what would happen is that the people would arrive in the elevator, distracting Victoria, and then she looks back and he's, he's gone. gone. That's a missed opportunity. That's, That's a missed opportunity. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and also really that. interesting. Yeah, but
3: but yeah. Uh, she
1: she sells on on going through with it. She goes in. She mingles a bit with her crowd. Uh, she meets. Uh, Haddie's gotta Oop. obfuscate for yeah, a little bit. That, is, uh, that message is showing BLB. up on my window. Boop. There we go. Uh,
0: but what happens after that? Is there another Benito scene? Or is that is that the Benitos the that se- the, the katana scene that you yelled about? Yeah. But before that, Victoria thinks a lot about sex. I wrote this down. This is very <laughs> important.
1: She spends what? an awful lot of time talking about how men and male vampires can be influenced with sex. Victoria likes to talk about sex or think about sex. Yes. That's, that's how we know she's...
0: I'm sure Huddy has opinions, but Huddy yeah. will be back in a minute. I'm very yes. sorry. <laughs> He's
2: obfuscating. Yeah,
1: but Benito... Oh, boy. Did you... Uh, Harry, did you read the attack on Benito? I don't believe I got to that part, oh. unfortunately. I'm sorry. Hi, Huddy. Welcome back.
3: Sorry, my dog needed to. It's time.
1: fine. It's fine. No worries. I just mentioned that Victoria Ash really likes to think about sex.
3: I was listening to everything you were saying. Oh, right, <laughs> it's He's true a though, right? baby. <laughs>
1: It's true though, right? Yes, it's yes. an inordinate amount of time spent on how she can manipulate people through it. Um
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mo- most I, I don't know I, maybe you, you can look at it as smart or you can just look at it as someone who's really not confident in their own plans and constantly has to reassure themselves. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I would like yeah. to think so. No, I, I I read her as being extremely uh <laughs> this was very important for me. like un- <laughs> it, um yeah. yeah, not confident at all. No. No.
3: Because because I, I I did want to point out though before I move on to Uh, katana boy is um (laughs) is in the beginning we were talking about leopold and how he like knows a little bit about kindred history Mm -hmm. and but not a lot turns out victoria ash she knows significantly more i would Mm -hmm. say but she still doesn't know she still admits to herself that she's not really sure is the cane thing real are the antediluvians out there she still doesn't know and she's you know besides side characters and characters mentioned, like Hesha and stuff, she's probably one of the oldest characters that we get to hear personally from. For sure,
1: for sure. Um, I remember why I pointed out, sorry, but just the, the Victoria Ash thing, is because she's constantly judging Cindy for being very like clingy to guys and stuff like that. Another missed opportunity is the fact that Victoria Ash used to be a camp or a sex worker, and stuff like that. It's never mentioned in this book. But I, I, kind of get the feeling that the, the writer is kind of trying to be like, yeah, she's being all judgy, but she has a similar past. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like hundreds of years difference between them. Um, but it's it's interesting because she's constantly judging Cindy on everything she does, and she's like, oh, she's so clingy, oh, she's so desperate. Um, and I, I,
3: to be honest, women do do that.
1: Yeah, it's we do that. It's nasty though. It's nasty behavior.
3: But I'm not proud of it. Katana, <laughs>
2: Katana, Katana, boy. I'm curious one. to hear about this. Oh God! Because if what I've read of the vampire novels so far, because I've read little bits from yeah. multiple oh, novels, you've been all over the place. <laughs> you? I have been around the world. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. I gotta say, I- I'm curious as to how they handle a Giovanni Italian guy with. <laughs> It's,
1: Katana not, swords. it's not just any katanas. They belong to the famous ninja hunting tiger samurai.
0: The tiger
3: warrior.
0: The tiger warrior. Tiger Warrior.
3: I was reading this That's That's like, like something I out of kill Bill. <laughs> I was reading this and all I was thinking about are all those neckbeard memes like you yeah. i don't can't remember mother no, but, but this like, was the i trade I by the sword or whatever <laughs> this is before you know, of like those. a
2: 25 sword they got from like yeah. a pawn shop i was expecting him
0: to hit them and they fall yeah. just and, breaks yeah. the sword breaks. <laughs> yeah.
1: but but basically <laughs> he has these oldest. uh he has this katana set like a wakisashi and katana standing um on a shelf it's decorative but he has randall the wraith <laughs> The yeah. the is the best. Who can who can wield these katana?s Because what happens is that ninjas appear, basically. The sword exactly. rage.
0: <laughs> ninjas appear. Darkness ninjas melt out of the floor and they're like, "We are here to kill you." And yeah.
1: then, and this, in text bubbles. Yeah, text the, bubbles. no, that
3: everyone's mouth doesn't quite match up to like the words <laughs> that they're saying, like one of those kung fu movies. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, it's like a badly dubbed ninja Yeah, attack. And this is yeah. World of Darkness. Pe- this is peak
1: 90s World of Darkness, by the way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even, I didn't even so. raise an eyebrow eyebrow at that. <laughs> but I, I, I just want to meet this author now, because this sounds like... This is one of the guys who made uh, Vampire the Masquerade, who wrote this. Huh. Yeah, um, <laughs> but essentially, there's a fight that breaks out. Benito's not much of a fighter. Uh, he tries to defend himself, but Randall does most of the job. He cuts off a guy's arm because he he's throwing these katanas around, and they are so sharp, so sharp that even the weak Randall can cut someone's arm off just by like <laughs> with this
2: sword. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, um, so that's the thing that happens.
3: I think Benito, I gotta only... say. Oh, sorry, I gotta... I'm
2: not. I promise I won't go on a tangent, but like I'm a medieval, I'm studying medieval history, especially around like technology and weaponry. And it like triggers me so hard. Like <laughs> Katana fan Katana fanboyism, yeah. just cause yeah, they were good swords, but like not exceptional, but-
1: they're, 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 we can, there's a whole thing we can. Yeah, talk there's. About I could things. go for hours. Yeah,
0: I won't. Yeah, that's another video.
1: But, but <laughs> yeah. esen- essentially, essentially, he uses some clever uh, mind control tricks on one of the uh, um, assailants. Oh yeah, he's just like one sort of the off, ninjas. And the other guy's like one hmm, of the ninjas. Yeah, exactly. But eventually, he gets overpowered. An alarm is triggered, so Michael and the Giovanni guards run in, but they can't see uh, Benito uh, because he's hidden by these assassins who then meld away into the shadows to, to drag him somewhere. All, all the while this is happening, this long internal OCD monologue is going through Benito's head, it's like, what are their plans? My what God. are they going to do? Are they, are they, are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? So it's, yeah,
0: if they do not if they don't want to kill me, they would have done it already. But yeah. now the guards are here. Yeah. Are they just, like, playing for time? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah. I hope this guy sees me. And then he's like, his, his windpipe's been cut off so he can't mm-hmm. make noise. Mm. He's obfuscated, clearly by this uh super strong the yeah. assassin and he's just just going ah, help yeah yeah um meanwhile Randall the wraith MVP yes like, chops off a bunch of arms really into chopping off arms yeah. uh gets the katanas destroyed because like the main dude jacks yeah. you know, them off and breaks them like breaks them squashes them yeah. um, but as soon as like a bunch of them have disappeared because they've been attacked or whatever and then he's being captured and then the people arrive and they turn off the alarm because they're like hmm we've got to search elsewhere
3: randall's just like no no
0: press yeah. the yeah. alarm button yeah.
3: look pay attention
1: and, and yeah. bigger's like he's betraying me uh.
3: i know that was so weird for me <laughs> yeah. I'm like what
1: are you talking about yeah. like okay so, so because michael's like hey ghost Randall, I know you're there. Yeah, I know you're there. I can't talk to you or I can't see you or hear you, but I know you're there. Stop messing around. So Benito has disappeared from his office. The alarm was triggered. They turned it off. It's triggered again. Like, ah, he's messing with us. Stop
0: haunting the fucking office. (laughs) And then he's even, like, looking around with his superpower, like, Uh, vampire eyes and is like, yeah. hmm. And there's this really funny bit where the Lasombra guy holding him just trying to shuffles into like, yep. cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, but yeah, I, I think Randall really—he um, <laughs> did not deserve that. He did his
0: best. No. Randall was the best swords ghost. Yep. <laughs> and in
1: and the, best I would say in the entire ever.
2: thirteen books, he's the best sword swinging ghost. Mm -hmm. Probably. he's the best sword-swinging ghost I've ever encountered in literature in general. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I can't even think of another one.
0: (laughs) Headless horseman. Yes. Mm. Only goes for
1: heads. not arms. That's true, it's true. But yeah, that's a little aside that just happens in the middle of all this. And then we're back to the party. Thankfully, it's the last one. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's in the last one, that's true. Mm. Um, But the party... Huddy, do you want to go through what happens at the party? Um,
3: Well... I, I can't remember again because it was Victoria Ashe I'm sort of fading in and out of like her mashing, her internal machinations because I'm like oh my god I don't care, but um <laughs> because of, you're such because a was, sombra <laughs> Well, because I was already aware it was going to work because I was already aware of the events of this book, mm. so I knew whatever it is she was planning is it going to work? Plus, I know what she's doing in Modern Nights, and I know she's not Prince of Atlanta, so because um, <laughs> she's in LA by night, so um. At least one episode. But so um, she, I think the first thing I remember is the general
1: mm-hmm.
3: is the very first thing I remember. I can't remember if something happens before that. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't think <laughs> there's anything important. No, happening that's the most
0: that. important thing that yeah, happens yeah. at the party. <laughs> that,
3: that was the most interesting part for me until it. the end uh, was, is the general. And apparently there's some sort of, again, I don't know anything about art. So Harry...
2: Yes,
3: <laughs> I'm sure he knows about art. How and can I, I help
2: you're...
3: you? <laughs> I'm sure you know about art, right? You grew up here in New York, aren't you? I do, I, so I do. I do. Have I'm have a big. Well, so. My
2: parents were always taking me to museums all the time when I was.
3: I old. wish. I wish. I could. does anyone have the book actually up? Because I don't. Uh, uh,
2: I have, I have, it, have here. it up right now. The counts. Yeah. Uh,
1: let's see here. Uh, the, the, the counts. counts that's feast. the one. Yeah, it's called. Uh, uh, page. 157 in this book. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, you have the that one. I, yeah, I just got um, the copy of it, yeah. Th- because, th- th- un-
3: unfortunately, I would say that their description oh, of Count the actual- Ugolino.
1: Count Ugolino from Dante's Inferno. So, I looked this one up. He's actually sitting in contemplation and looking kind of upset, and his three sons are at his legs, and they're, like, showing different signs of, of horror because he's contemplating eating them. Because this oh, Count- Oh,
2: yes, I-, I remember actually seeing yeah. this. Uh, there's a sculpture of it in the- um, Yeah. Musée Drouot in Paris. Yeah, yeah. and to to it is. I, I mean, there's a bunch of different takes on it. I, mm. I don't know if the one he was doing was the one by um, Jean Baptiste. Um, what was his last name? Yes, I think it was that. I'm one, pretty actually. sure that. Oh, the one. that one. Yeah, yeah, That one is a good one. There's one in the Musée d'Orsay which uh, was it? Who the fuck? I, I gotta look this up. How do you know this stuff?
3: <laughs> yeah, I I can't believe you just you just remembered the name of the artist and this fancy French museum, and then you follow it up with what the fuck. The music, like if you ever <laughs> get the chance, together.
2: go to the Musée d'Orsay. Um, it's great. Um, but yeah, it's I I was just thinking of the one in the Musée d'Orsay, and it's you. They use it to like, um, it's uh, Rodin. Uh, I think Rodin did a thing. Of, did a one too, that's. Anyway, my point being, the Rodin one is a lot less classically and by at least the standards of the day appealing, but is much more animalistic and is, it just instills silence in you when you see it. It's uh, Karpol, it, Carpeaux. Karpol's uh, Count.
1: Uh, there's uh,
0: jean baptiste and then there's a the Rodin one as well. It's uh ones.
1: Count Ugolino.
0: I can't remember which one they said it was.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. seeing here on page 153. Um,
0: See Harry's the Torridor going. Oh, yes, this is very interesting. I, I yes, piece. I and am. We're the brouhaha going. I'm fucking here for a party. What's well, <laughs> uh,
1: I can um yeah, it's uh, Petit Palais is is the uh, name. It's uh, Ugolino Capo Petit Palais. Uh, I can link it,
3: which I'm sure is something in French,
1: right? It's a very cool piece, though. I looked it up and I I loved the design of it. And and when you actually when I first oh, read yeah, this that book, piece, yeah. Yeah, when I first read the book, I had no idea what these art pieces were. And if you're reading, I can strongly recommend actually
2: looking them up because it adds a lot to the to the scene. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I had to look up everything.
2: Good. Yeah. And the Count Ugolino just sculptures in general, uh, they were done as sort of a um, litmus test for artists oh. um, at the time like to prove that you were a capable artist and that you had, you know, become a not a master, but that you were ready to be a professional mm-hmm. uh, out of your uh, out of your patron's thumb, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't think. Or, or out of out of the apprenticeship. Yeah, out of the apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you would do a sculpture of Count Ugolino, at least at the time. And so there's a lot of it, and it's very interesting to see. because diff- many of them follow in this uh, in the uh, uh, Carpo uh, mm-hmm. in the Petit Palais. Um, A lot of them follow that style that very classical greek style but it's very interesting to see the ones that deviate from that and it's just such a it's a it's a it's commonly depicted but the piece itself is always i I love
1: his expression because he's like clawing at his mouth while he's thinking about who to eat or something it's very visceral we we
3: gotta let these two talk it out apparently
1: (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> it's is a very impressive piece. And I love how the general adds to that. But, but, honey, who is yeah. the general? Who is the general?
3: Well, apparently he's someone who came, who just, like, sh- came out of one of the mountains somewhere around Georgia mm-hmm. or somewhere in the south. And it's like just Big
1: Mountain or something.
3: Big it's, it's Or Stone, Stone mountain. mountain.
1: Stone Mountain. yes yeah. one clever name. I don't man. have
3: the book open here, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he... They, everyone's calling him the general because mm-hmm. they're assuming based on the clothes he was wearing that he was a confederate general but it turns out that he actually took the clothes from like a museum and that's why he's yeah, wearing yeah. them yeah i think a gift <laughs> shop
1: even like he just, or a gift yeah, shop right yeah, yeah. yeah so he, nobody
3: really knows
1: <laughs> and uh i think he's um he does say that he was a general i think
3: i can't remember if that's in there or not not
0: says anything at all does i he? don't think he talks
3: no i don't think he talks
0: mm-hmm. oh no,
1: oh, because he, he um, didn't Benison reveal. Was the general right? Because well. he didn't reveal his past, and when uh, Thelonius pressed him on it, he ripped out his own tongue and put it on the table. Like, oh yeah, but, correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna tell you anything. Which is hardcore as fuck. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy is great. I love him.
3: No, but that sort of made everyone go like, he's this. This guy's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Benison <laughs> was like, yeah. he's a confederate. He's a friend. Yeah. We probably fought next to each other. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> because. Was it Benison that he yeah, was, was a pressing on it? Yeah. yeah, everyone hates Benison, basically. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's what one should likes be yeah. um, Because yeah. he was like, ah, you want to ask me questions? Rip! <laughs> yeah. and Plus,
3: yeah. he's a Malkavian. Is he also a Malkavian? He, he's a Malkavian, I, yeah. I think yeah. that's yeah.
0: everyone's guess. But then also, he has the ability to meld with stone. And that's what he does with this right. statue.
2: Isn't that which something which which is would say gangrel. gangrel
0: can do? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty Yeah. They, they yeah,
1: yeah could have learned it from from a gangrel.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Could have diablerized a gangrel. Mm-hmm. Certainly.
0: But, but yeah. he is a mysterious yeah. figure in this, and basically he climbs into a... He takes off all his clothes right. in the middle of the room, yeah. climbs up, squats down, and then melts into the statue, and yeah. it changes into a grotesque, like, happy, smiling, like... Yeah, huge. It,
1: it's, ring. I, I would say it's my favorite scene in the entire. It book. is a it's hell of a too. power move. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: and it's, it's and if he is a Malkavian, it's definitely foreshadowing very shortly what is to come.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, everyone has to keep on going. Oh yeah, better not stand over there and spill my secrets because yeah. he's in there. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, there's some other people attending this party as well. You got Stella, the um, hardworking Ktiff, uh, which mm-hmm. is. Not thin blood, not, not necessarily. I think she is a thin blood as well.
0: I who, think that's the impression. who who is well. introduced
1: that to having been almost raped twice? Yeah, what and a great way to introduce a female yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. so that part didn't And you know well.
3: what it re- actually actually again, speaking of the woman uh, of the battle. Yeah. you know what the, the worst part of it is is that Leopold was present for both of these events. Yeah, yeah. Um, for when she was sired yeah. and for when she killed this person who tried to hurt her a second time yeah. and he didn't do anything
1: nope he's uh he was yeah not oh only boy. is he
3: is he like he like you need a male there yeah to, to be there for the story and because you know obviously no one would ask and no one would you know talk about it anyway yeah. unless leopold was there and then he doesn't do anything and that's really messed up yeah and it, it's really yeah. messed up that that would happen and then he wouldn't Try and reach out to her to help her, even have her live in in his weird house.
0: Wasn't it described as like the second time he came across like her being assaulted, and like just him being there scared the other person away or something? No, she. No, I I don't think so. Like Like, she cried out his name.
1: But he didn't do anything.
3: And then she drained him. Being there is stopped her from draining again. Oh it bothers yeah, She, me. Is, she
0: yeah. ranked the... Yeah. And, yeah, the and
3: I,
1: the, yeah. I, I, I can't possibly imagine what the, the writer was thinking at that point, but I really don't think that was a conscious thing, being like, oh, look at Leopold. He's powerless or whatever. I think it was just like, oh, this is how we met her. She was being raped. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And, the, yeah oh,
3: and then I ran into her again, and she was... Being assaulted again. Yeah. It's, oh, weird. Is and then what a and, weird and place her, her, her
1: sire tried to rape her because he was so hopped up on drugs, and then he realized yeah. he was a vampire, so he embraced her instead. And that's, it, it, it's very hand wavy. Uh, yeah. Justice for Stella. I really hope she survived this. I don't yeah. think she did. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, yeah. I don't. I've never read these books. Um, but yeah. uh, Stella she, was cool. She yeah. was actually nice to Leo. And, and she worked And once again, hard. Leo is just an. Idiot arsehole. Yeah, yep. she she As also always. had
1: tabs on all the clans. She kept tabs on gossip. She worked super hard to be accepted into the city despite yep. being KTF. St- Justice for Stella, man. She mm-hmm. she did not yeah. deserve any of this. And
3: if I'm not mistaken, he he says something disparaging about her looks, whether her face or her body. And I yeah. don't remember what it is. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Victoria also is like, oh, she's kind of cute, I guess.
1: She, she she's working with what she's got. Yeah, also, I, I can't really
3: take anything Victoria Ash says seriously because everything is dripping with sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, and everything is is this defensive thing because she used yeah. to be a prostitute.
1: Yeah. You're going, <laughs> honey. You, without say spoiling anything, I think I think you're gonna love. A, a book that's coming up after this one. I think oh, it's boy. next one or the one after that, because you're, gonna get, well, the yeah, you're gonna get some catharsis. Yeah, you're gonna get some catharsis. Just just say just putting that out there. Oh, okay. I already started reading it,
3: I know. <laughs> Square. <laughs> Alright. Um, nerd! Yeah, and she's the only
1: one who calls him Leo and he hates it, but he doesn't correct her. <laughs> So that's,
0: that's the, the thing. The important <laughs> things to Leo are not important yeah. to anyone no. else. No. <laughs> and, and,
1: and, oh my God, the, uh, another small scene that I think has very little to do with the main story, so we can just take it right now. There mm-hmm. is a uh, ministry member or followers of Set at the time there yeah. called uh, Vegel or Vigel. Vegel, I, I would assume. I,
0: I always thought of it as Vegel.
1: Vegel, yeah. Vigel. And he's a representative of Hesha, who is another very famous uh, member of, of the... Uh, uh what are they called again the uh the characters who that? represent clans I keep, uh, I keep forgetting that word but, but basically he he's is. there representing hesha
0: just a cuz uh
1: no 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 just uh, um meta meta wise you have a character representing each clan victoria ash is victoria you have
0: oh he's the the signature novel. signature character Ah, uh, sign. Okay.
1: Yeah, Heshe is the signature character of Hollow set and Vegel is there as his representative to attend the party, um, and he's there for another reason. But he he finds Leopold's statue because Leopold was commissioned to do a statue for this party. And so I really actually like this part. Yeah, it, it's uh, super yeah. good because because <laughs> this party is full of very poorly hidden symbolism. There's a whole lot of Cain slaying Abel. Like there's a whole forest of Abel dead Abels, basically. Um <laughs> and the and he finds one which is like grotesque uh which has these kind of deformed Cain and Abel um Cain yeah, strangling really th- Yeah yeah and long arms
0: and Cain's like strangling yeah. him with rope and Cain is looking like kind of uh, like, like he, weirdly shaped yeah. like and Abel's portions. looking
1: excited almost to go to heaven and he's strangling him with the umbilical cord because apparently these two are infants and oh. <laughs> just as he notices this this guy behind us like it's garbage, right? And should have made it out of wood. <laughs> it's Leopold. It was like it's like fishing Lita. for compliments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: mm. and 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 is like, it's, it's okay, I guess. It's like, oh, it's just this artist <laughs> hanging around. And Vegal's like, there's no way I can have and a serious import- discussion with this guy. This is
0: actually an important scene for later. It <laughs> yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Because uh, Vegel's like, yeah, I don't like talking to artists about their own work because. Yeah. They can basically say whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. Experts. in Yeah, you stuff, can't interpret so. their work because they're the experts. Yeah, I can't interpret this now. It's, yeah. it's useless to me. He's like, cool. Um, great work. i got to be elsewhere now, though. Yeah, yeah. Just
1: bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody likes Leopold.
0: No one should like Leopold.
3: Well, except for Stella. Yeah. A, oh,
1: poor for Stella. And I guess oh, Cindy God. was kind of hanging on to him as well a oh, she bit. was hanging
3: on more to the gangrel who then oh again he like eventually shoves her to the floor yeah. and like that's to- and it's that's totally justified Cindy. yeah it's the totally justified in the narration because she's just like she's being like a clingy bitch okay
1: yeah <laughs> that's from victoria what? rash's perspective as well right yeah but nobody helps her up
3: <laughs> no, no, it's it's else. like it's like totally justified in the book and, and and they make like certain everyone knows that Cindy is like she's like really trashy and she's just like hang out all the guys and it's like super and, annoying. And he and
1: he almost pushed her off one time before, but he saved her then and she didn't learn her lesson. Yeah. Her. So he she didn't learn her lesson and now she oh deserves God. to be pushed to the floor. It's uh, yeah. <sighs> it, it's not not it's, a,
3: yeah. it's men writing women. It's, yeah, they yeah. say anything
0: but yeah. beef yeah. Okay. <laughs> um should we go to the cool bit with Vegel though oh yeah yes because sure. i loved that entire section me too mm-hmm. all of that um i we're entirely out of order at this point that's but, fine that's fine like it's it's the book is out of order in sections so it's tough to keep track yeah but yeah let's. Well, go i think Vagel. the
3: only thing that comes before that is just Thelonius and benjamin they they talk and yeah, they, um, they realize that somebody's playing them. I think that's the
0: only thing. Oh yeah, out. yeah. They were like, "But you sent me a yeah. message." But you sent me it a was Spider- It like, was the Spider
1: Man. It was
3: <laughs> the Spider Man. Yeah,
0: I think
1: we. I think we can just follow Vegel now, and at a certain yeah. point, we can go back to the party because I think they mesh really, really perfectly. Mm. Really,
3: really,
0: yeah, Vegel's bit is so cool. Yeah, I love it. Uh, who, who wants well, to? Well, you, you to love it sport? so much, Josh. Go, go, go. Yep. okay Okay, okay. Uh, so Vegel's sessite, He is. Um here specifically on the orders of Hesha to meet with a Nosferatu called
3: Ron? Rolf. Yeah. Rolf.
0: Rolf.
1: Rolf. Yeah, Rolf. that's it. Rolf. Great, great Nosferatu <laughs> name, by the way. Totally. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and he meets by a very specific statue at a very specific time, and Rolf's like, "We owe your master a big old favor for a place something that happened in Bombay." Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh." Uh, I don't know what that is, but okay. Um, and he's like, no guarantees that this will get you off the hook for whatever you owe my master for Bombay, but yeah, sure, whatever, what, what is it? And he's like, I've got the evil eye. <laughs> and he's like, well, is it called the Eye of Hazemel? Yeah, Eye of Hazemel, yeah. Which I don't know what that is. Uh, it it, it is a
1: MacGuffin that will...
0: It seems to be a it, MacGuffin, yeah. It, it mm-hmm. is a
1: very, is. very important item in the, in the metal plot. Yeah okay okay i'm
3: it becomes an important item like even stretching into other clans like the gangrel and oh, stuff yeah.
1: eventually beckett's jihad oh, diary has this continuous yeah. arc about it i don't want to spoil it to you because it's going to have an importance in these novels as so well what
3: I, what I
0: got from the book about it was yeah. that it is the eye of an old vampire yes like a really old vampire yes. tore out their eye on and it's magic or yes. something um and he's like oh okay um well, I can't detect anything here. Are we going to have to arrange something? He's like, no, it's in that statue. Um, and proceeds to, after they discuss it for a bit, uh, he's like, uh, <clears throat> give me a sec. Yeah, Poke, pokes, pokes his hand into the eye of this statue. It like, goes into another dimension. He's like, like <sighs> and then this Nosferatu's just like, going around, he's like, you have to leave via that door at exactly one minute to midnight, because otherwise, you will not escape with ex- this extremely potent item that people can basically detect from anywhere because it's so powerful. It's hidden right now, uh, but as soon as I give it to you, you got to go. And then he's like, okay, well, uh, you ready? And it's like <laughs> blinding light, and uh, everyone's seemingly not able to notice this even though they're standing not that far away and in direct line of sight because the guy's clearly using obfuscate to hide the stuff that's going on which is cool and then he gives it to Hazamel, and Hazamel's like, uh, sorry to (laughs) Vagel and then he's like, farewell he just leaves, he's like I don't like someone else preparing me an escape route but apparently something's going to happen to my chauffeur so um, I guess let's leave Um, and then he takes this really interestingly described route out of the high art gallery. It's like a disused um, uh, elevator shaft. There's a weird long corridor that lights up as soon as he opens the door and then lights turn off as soon as he uh, opens the final door. It's a really cool escape route, basically. It's overly complicated. There's lots of fun stuff going on there. And he's thinking, like, every time he's like, wait, which way do I go? He's like, oh, I'll, I'll go this way. It seems the most obvious to me. Uh, he's like, mm, I feel like I should not be doing this because someone else prepared it. It's too late now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he eventually gets out. I think, meanwhile, um, his chauffeur basically sends a message to Sh- Victoria Ash, which is like, yo, Hesh is on the phone. Yeah. Find Vagel for me. And she looks, she can't find Vagel, goes down, and is like, God fucking damn it. I don't want to leave the party, but if, if Hesh is actually on the phone, this can, could be important. Yeah. Um, and then she comes back later and is like, hmm, that was an interesting conversation I had with Heschel. It's like, yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Great. Um.
3: But Those no. things, I'm sure, will play out yeah. in other novels. And, what happened?
0: That's my assumption. Yeah.
1: And I think we can leave it at him going out through this exit, because we can go back yeah. to yeah. The party important here. stuff. Mm. happens. Yeah. So I think actually the conversation between Thelonious and Benjamin didn't happen before the prince arrived. I think Edis- Benison arrived before that.
3: No, I think oh. I'm pretty sure that happened oh, first, right, and then Benison came. Mm. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, he arrived because she went. In- oh, that's right. She went into her little hidey hole. Victoria has a little hidey hole in this maze (laughs) she made uh, Mm -hmm. where she can watch everywhere and she has a little hatch in the floor. Very important foreshadowing there. Um, But she's in there for like five minutes reading the lips of Thelonius and Benjamin before the prince arrives. And when he arrives with his wife in tow, uh, almost right behind them are two (laughs) KTFs. And it's such an absurd sight. Because yeah, they're they're full on daunt or awe, you know. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're like, look at me with yeah. my vampire and then you have two puny little caitiffs. Like, and then, um. then there's these
0: caitiffs like poking. At, I imagine them poking their head yeah. around the door, like, what's going on? I'm yeah. <laughs> like so the right place.
1: so Thelonious just laughs out loud at this, and Benison of course flips his shit,
3: which he's known <laughs> yeah. to do.
1: Like he seems like a very uh, unstable prince. I mean, he's a Mokavian.
3: Yeah, so yeah. shocking.
1: Mm. Yeah, but he, he flips his shit and there's this uh, like, uh, oh, you want to go? You want to go? Between him and Thelonious. <laughs> but I think it's someone cools it off. Is it Victoria? I think. I think it's his wife, isn't it? Oh I was yeah, asking, I
3: think it's Eleanor.
1: Oh yeah, Eleanor is just like n- 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 let's yeah. not. Oh, I think is it Eleanor who says, remember this is Elysium and Ben is yes. like, "Oh, I'll get rid of the Elysium."
3: Was... Yes. Yes. Yeah. I w- I was laughing so hard. I was like, <laughs> can, why couldn't the whole book just be Benison screaming?
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. He he seems like a juiced up hardest uh, dad from Isaac.
0: Yeah, He's <laughs> like worst prince ever and yeah. yet everyone's terrified of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that happens, um, and then
0: the Bruhar Archon arrives. Ooh, I think that's yeah. the next. Yes, cool. yeah, Julius. Julius, the, uh... the Bruhar Archon, with two swords on his back mm-hmm. and, and a course, bandolier course. with
2: okay, some. Yeah, of course, yeah. And a scene out of Hot Fuzz, with <laughs> yep. come out yeah. for another. When yeah. did Hot Fuzz
3: come
1: out?
2: Oh God, twenty. Uh, that was two thousand
3: maybe maybe more akin to boondock saints the yeah. dad from boondock oh god saints yeah he
1: but he 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 is he is this uh he has dreadlocks he is described as wearing baggy pants and and a
3: turtleneck i believe um it's very similar i think to what the, the sheriff in bloodlines wears yeah yeah, I yeah think he's so.
0: like he's got big dreads he's yeah. very handsome and he's uh, reputed around. to have
1: been a roman gladiator mm-hmm. there's some wits uh, being exchanged between him and victoria
0: yeah, he's very dry and like to the point and uh, Victoria's like all flowery and like, well, I suppose your presence will be appreciated by the prince. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, he's in the- <laughs> 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 uh, he doesn't know. I loved him. Yeah. He was great. Yeah,
1: But basically this is calling back, like around here with Theolonius and Benjamin and everything like that, that's calling back to the part we were talking about before with the missile launchers that apparently Victoria had convinced Benison to give to the Anarchs.
3: Yeah. But they oh, don't yeah. go into detail about how she was able to convince him of no, that, right?
1: I don't understand why he would do that to begin with.
3: It makes it sound like he lost a bet.
1: Yeah, something like that. It <laughs> was um, it was strange. But there, yeah. it's, it feels like filler. Yeah. Because eventually Julius and Benison decide to square up.
3: Yeah,
0: so I think the play here by Victoria was to get... Um, Julius, who was basically technically higher ranking than the prince in some mm-hmm. senses, to come to the thing, piss off Benison by not telling him he was here, um, approach him with all these um, uh, 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 accusations of like fighting the anarchs way too loudly, um, mm-hmm. you know, like having people sired without permission, and all all of this stuff, um, and it does it doesn't matter because like they start to square off and benison's like i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah. and then judas
3: is like i would love to see you try yeah. and um, meanwhile the general is just in the count the whole yeah, thing he's just like yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> doing his weird face which just tickled
3: me endlessly
1: yeah i love the general there are some really good characters in this book i, I feel yeah
3: but I think then is when all of a sudden the book turns into it, it exp- the plot explodes. Yes. basically.
1: Then, then, then the the part begins where oh, everything you learned about Atlanta, <laughs> everything you thought you would would be relevant to this story, doesn't fuck matter. that doesn't matter because <laughs> the La Sombra or rather the Sabat enter the yeah. building.
0: It's both, isn't it? Because oh, yeah. La like, Sombra, oh, Tamietsi, and going, oh, yeah.
1: Nope. yeah. Um, and a whole bunch of war ghouls, I'm assuming, as well yeah. as La Sombra and Simitsi, just kind of storm and crash into this party. And you have this moment where uh, Julius and Benison just give each other a look, and then <laughs> Julius hands one of his swords to, to Benison, because apparently Benison is a good sword fighter. And it, it's, it's, it's cool. It's so cheesy. It's oh my cool god. It's cool because it's cheesy. It's yeah. so World of Dark. It's like, we'll handle this later.
0: It's yes. <laughs> yeah. something I
1: imagine from a fry. Blade movie, you know. It's something I'd yeah, seen in a terrible. Blade movie. Like, we get bit of bigger fish to fry. And he yeah. has him the sword. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they go at it. Um, and then there's a very graphic depiction of a yeah. war ghoul
0: It's definitely a guy attacking Victoria. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a third arm. Yeah. <laughs> it, yep. Because he's like uh, she, she's running away. She mm-hmm. slips in blood and yeah. gore, and um, it's basically rolling around on the floor trying to get away. When this giant hulking thing—and
3: um, of course she giant- just happened to be in her her—you const- know, I know it was not a constricting dress, but a constricting dress and high heels, so it's hard, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: As women have to wear. So. Yeah,
1: this this four hundred year old vampire just went. Oh no! <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. Um, then she starts uh, getting battered by this third arm the giant phallus yeah right.
0: and uh it also has tiny ha- tiny
1: arms and a tiny
0: head oh, yeah. and it just because the th- yeah it's got tiny arms tiny head giant dick and giant like torso so yeah. it basically just falls on top of her and yeah. crushes her yeah and it starts flailing like, with the tiny arms julius yeah. cuts its dick off uh yeah yeah he yes. does um yeah which which
1: covers her in Blood fluids. and other fluids. It describes it's described yeah. as blood God. and other fluids. I think <laughs> I think this problem. is just to be like, hey, hey, sumichy <laughs> oh, are weird and <laughs> yeah, gross.
2: Um, yeah, oh, we we so knew sweet. that already. We didn't. Need it. I <laughs> but, just imagine that Sumichi making this. Okay, what we need is we needed to have a giant dong, just <laughs> yeah, tiny little arms. Once again, I don't want to spoil, but catharsis will come. <laughs> don't worry.
1: Okay. Good. But. Yeah. Jesus H. Christ. It's yeah. it's certainly a scene. Um, it's I think it's definitely meant to be like, oh, meet are inhumane monsters who are also gross. Again, you can do that without having big... Uh, yeah, yeah. But you
3: could, yeah, but you know what? You can do that with any vampire.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's, exactly.
3: Let, let's be real.
1: Yeah. I think, for example, that one of the vampires attacking another vampire uh, on the parking lot we'll get to in a second. I think that's mm. actually a cooler... Uh, mm-hmm. who, yes. uh show off but essentially uh, Victoria gets pinned under this thing which is flailing with this tiny arm at her face um, but she gets saved by, by
0: Leopold well she calls out through her blood oh, She's that's like, right. she uses her power to summon someone to her and yeah, it's right. Leopold yeah. yeah. and even, she even goes like why did I summon him <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like why Leopold oh. of all yeah, people just, here there's this moment where she's clearly like, "Fuck, I'm dead."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, someone in chat is saying it's, it's like a Silent Hill monster. I agree. Uh, although yes. a little, a little bit, not. I wouldn't call Silent Hill subtle, but less subtle than Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. Hill.
0: It's like the hypersexualization yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Which. Yeah i'm down with but it doesn't fit no no it doesn't, it doesn't not when right. not, not when you're slapping
1: your protagonist or one of your, oh, well, your protagonists is... with. anyway way. Uh, <laughs> he, he kicks he breaks the head of the or the neck of this war ghoul, potentially war ghoul? we don't know um yeah. but then he's pulled away we don't know what happens to him oh
0: yeah he got he gets tentacled and there's this yeah. internal monologue of his <laughs> he's like being thrown around he's yeah. like hmm why did she summon me <laughs> smash yeah, yeah i guess it's because she's really hot Smash. she's probably my Maybe sire she is my sire because i heard <laughs> oh. her in my brain Smash. arm flies off <laughs>
1: um but yeah mm. he he gets chucked out a window um and she manages to get into her hidden escape route
0: mm-hmm. mm. And she's and, like screw these dead nerds yeah
3: <laughs> when what, what at what point does it doesn't penison die doesn't he get to we end? don't know
0: I don't think she, she, him she, die. She, she doesn't,
3: or she assumes that she saw it, or she thinks that she saw somebody get decapitated.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And she hears like Julius like crying, like battle crying, and yeah. then she doesn't hear that, so yeah. she assumes that most people are dead. Mm-hmm. Right, that's yeah. what it is. I, yeah. I knew it was
3: that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we don't actually know who survived that, apart from a couple no. of characters. <laughs> right, but yeah.
1: But she she makes her way to the garage. Um, she tries to s- get something out of Vegel's car. All the ghouls in the garage are dead, by the way. Then she's found out, she's spotted by some Sabat, and they start chasing her, and we don't know what happens after that.
0: And then she, like, celerity runs yeah. a million miles. Which I hour. can just imagine <laughs> looks Street. so
1: s-
2: silly. But yeah, just <laughs> Naruto running at nine yeah. miles an hour. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Victoria Ash Naruto running.
1: I would pay to see that.
0: I want that fan art.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: it is. It is foreshadowing because I've already started the next one It is foreshadowing for the next book that she does mention that she doesn't feel like she's gaining it much ground. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, this this, mm-hmm. this is true. And she's also is it, is it her who's no no it's not her who's surprised that there's l- not a lot of commotion considering what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another character
0: because we're going back to. Uh, d-
3: d- 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 Vegel,
0: yeah. <laughs> best character, um, unfortunately. Excuse you, Randall, and, um, but
3: <laughs> excuse me, Stella, but. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> um, so Vegel leaves this super secret wibbly wobbly, no one knows where it is escape route. Goes into an alley, immediately surrounded by Sumitzi e- ghouls, <laughs> like Sumitzi oh, e- weird floppy mm-hmm. people with like tentacles for fingers, and he- then he's like, shit the Nosferatu sold me out Uh, and so he tries to get away he has this whole fight with them where he like sprays blood in their uh, Mm -hmm. like poisoned blood in their face and like their face melts and like he stabs one and it goes into their bloodstream with a like ankle knife
1: there's two two giggling um, sorry for the bubble there again, Uh, there's two giggling weirdo spider-like vampires there's one big brute that's just roaring and then there's the guy with the fleshy I think he just splits his fingers into like tendrils and and yeah. uses them and he gets knocked out like right away um but yeah he
0: yeah, he he's like surrounded clearly outmatched and he has this really cool fight i think mm-hmm. with these Samitsi, and like his last ditch attempt to escape because he has the eye of hazmel in his breast pocket it is unfortunate when i was reading this i was like oh shit! even if he does survive his master's probably gonna just kill him for la- leaving it behind and letting him get stolen by these people. But um, yeah, he slides out of his own skin and yeah. suit and like so snakes awesome. away in the parking lot yeah. and hides. And then they're like, oh, where'd he go? And they're like, clearly big dumb brutes going, hey, you, <laughs> why did you let him survive? And he drained, one of the big one drains someone. at uh, one of flight. the spider toys, go. yeah. yeah. Um, and that was really cool. And then that was he blacks cool. Yeah. And then then he blacks out. Yeah, and and then um, shall I do the next couple? Yeah, of bits? yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you're, like so, you're
3: like so. You're so stoked on this, Josh. I, I like Hasmel. I,
0: yeah. I, I, I fuck. I like the uh, Vagel. I like Vagel. He yeah, was, he was cool. He yeah. Was, yeah like, I felt the same way when I read cool. the first time. Vagel was one um, of my
1: favorites. Oops.
0: Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. Then after a while, he wakes up after having blacked out from the pain, and his ribs are crushed and stuff, and he's like. I'm screwed I can't like move basically there's an entire side of my body I can't do anything with and so he comes to the conclusion that the only source of power that might save him I hate this bit because it was so good he scoops out his own eye and puts the eye of Hazemel in there after like having looked for it because apparently the Smitsi didn't know it existed they weren't after that he would just he was just a target Like, there's this whole thing where he's like, shit, they've stolen it. But no, he goes to his ruined clothes in the street and he finds it, puts it in, and then he basically puts it in um, and then like... He kind of slams his head against the...
1: I think he slams his head against the curb just to get it in. Yeah, he's trying
0: to get out as he's like... He slams his head in and he's got his hand there. And then he blacks out again. Yeah.
3: Because it's so powerful.
0: Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. so strong.
1: And he feels uh, something in there, and then yeah, something and he, wakes up.
0: Oh yeah, and then there's a like a page of, and now yeah. I am. Yeah, whoever whoever
3: actually has that up, can you can you? How long is it? Because I would love for someone to read page.
0: that out. I think it's half a page. It's like half a page, yeah. Um, is it really that long? <laughs>
1: um, uh, where is it? Where? I
0: think it's in the third.
3: Uh, yeah, here That's it is. Right. I've got it. Yeah, hey, right. Go ahead. Yeah, do, do your best. Yeah. Okay. Best voice.
0: His laughter shook the stone walls of the tomb so that in his delight he caused mild tremors on the lighted surface of the world. It was no matter. No one suspected he was here. In fact, no one had reason to believe he still existed at all but now he was whole. What pleasure it would give him to play
3: childish games again.
0: <laughs> and done. And then that's it. And <laughs> literally because all of them are like dated and timed and uh, placed. Uh, it's like Atlanta, 22nd of June, one o'clock in the morning. This one's like Tuesday, 22nd of June, 1999, one thirty seven in the morning the bowels of the earth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's certainly a little jarring reading that part.
0: It was it was kind of cool cuz it's like a foreshadowy bit oh, but yeah. I was like that's not going to pay off, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it went, like a
2: D&D villain being revealed almost. Yeah. I would have put yeah. that at the very end of
0: the
3: book. Yes, I would have ended the book with well, that. They did mm-hmm. it. they doubled down on it. They did it twice. Did right? they do it twice?
0: Yeah, they did it twice. There was another bit at the very end that's like, and no. something else spooky wakes Oh, up. no, there
1: was no single, this is in Manhattan, yeah. Uh, there was no oh, single Manhattan voice. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right. It's like, a spooky yeah. Manhattan. A half, that's not the voice, half, though. No, a half dozen it's workers uh, get eaten up by rats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, uh,
3: that's cool. That's going into the next book.
1: Mm. but it I mean, is it's uh, cool,
3: yeah but they double
0: down on it you can't yeah. have two two of yeah ones.
1: I agree that 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 that's part true. should have been in another mm-hmm. in another novel maybe uh but yeah that's uh Vagel. and then we rejoin Leopold who wakes up oh, licking gravel basically for blood oh
0: yeah he, he frenzied yeah uh and like blacked out and he was looking for for blood and he was like oh this tastes like dirt but also <laughs> <blood."> like, yeah <laughs> licking <laughs> everything scooped out all the blood from the pavement and then he realized hey why is there blood on the pavement yeah uh,
3: hey is victoria ash my sire
0: probably probably also <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> can someone else do this because I yeah. love and hate this bit
3: so much. I think Chris should do this, since right. he's such a Toreador. Leopold, of
1: course, is having a moment, <laughs> licking blood. Oh, my God. Described in excruciating detail, how he's got gravel and stuff. And he also picks away chewing gum from his hair, and then tears out <laughs> the hair. And he's got a, a, a lollipop on his chin that he <laughs> pulls out, it's which I honestly felt that. like... How? You know, I, I was how? like, H-? this is comedic. Um... <laughs> So didn't really fit the tone of the scene, if you ask me.
3: Did they but, also throw him through a candy store?
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, apparently kids don't like their candy in Atlanta. Um, I, so so he, he he wakes up and he, and he goes, um, I don't recall, he, he, he thinks a little bit about he, what yeah, happened.
0: He, he, I think what breaks him out of it is the yeah. fact that he's like, hmm, that's a weird thing in my mouth.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And he spits it out and it's an eyeball. And he goes, oh, yeah. and he drops it and it rolls away. <laughs> Um, and then he did
3: exactly that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 and um, and it looked at him. That was that was a tra- it, it was white, and he had it in his hand. And he's like, "What is this?" And then he turned around <laughs> it, by movement, and it looked at him, and he was freaked out. Uh, so then he traced his blood trail up, a, up this incline I guess, on the road, and he finds the rather messed up body of Vagel, no. who is unconscious. I don't think he's dead at no. the moment. No, probably Torpor, probably Torpor. Leo
0: Leo assumes that he's
1: dead. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, he's like, nerd. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I did uh, th- this guy I don't like because he didn't like my he, st- he didn't <laughs> like my
3: painting or my yeah, art or whatever. Yeah. He
1: immediately compartmentalizes the g- fact that this guy has been brutally murdered. He's like a and lot of people were case. killed today anyway, and I didn't care about this guy. So like, all oh, right, okay, okay, <laughs> weirdo. Uh, and then he just basically drains. Oh no, he he turns because he's got his hand over his eye socket, right? So. Leopold removes it, and he spots, of course, his giant malformed eye in the socket of uh, Vagel. And he is immediately struck by this desire to have the eye, so he pulls it out. Very Lord of the Rings-esque. Yeah, he's like, mine now. And it has a few (laughs) strands connected, but it's barely connected to Vagel's skull or whatever. Um, and then some blood trickles out, so he makes out with Vagel's eye hole. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yep. That's a thing that happens yep. as well. Leopold, Leopold makes fucking book, step. man. That's <laughs> his
3: kink, obviously.
1: Yeah, mm. um, and after doing that, he sinks his fangs into Vagel's, uh, throat, spending about 20 seconds thinking, hey, diablerie I've heard, is apparently really bad, but I've also heard that the big slurp is gonna be very tasty, so <laughs> here we go, and he diablerizes Vagel. I hate. Completely. I hate Leo.
0: <laughs> this is why. Because yep. Vega went through all that stuff, and then yeah. he was like, "I guess I got to save myself and yeah. my like artifacts yeah. by replacing my own." Exactly. Eye. They will never I find it. to sacrifice it. something yeah. for this. They will never and find Leo. It. Finds him on the street. And is like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> Yoink. Yeah.
1: And then he just kind of stumbles off into the night. I think that's that's where it ends. Notes yeah. That's where it ends. Yeah. Thoughts, Desert. Like, Desert.
0: yeah oh, I guess I'm doing this in the middle of the yeah. street. Keep in mind, he still hasn't
1: made, as far as we know, the statuette that, a statue that Hannah commissioned from him. We don't know if he has, but at least it hasn't been described in the book yet. Mm. And uh, I think after that, there is the small scene of something waking up in the New York sewers, sending out a bunch of rats, eating up workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, really not much we know about that anymore. If we're familiar with the, the meta plot of Vampire, we can certainly guess what that is um but it's a thing certainly um and that's it that's the first novel that's
0: that's the whole <laughs> it, book that, that's the book yeah that's it the sure book. is a I,
1: book sure was a ride <laughs> very easy read i would say um yeah i did the last 130
0: pages today because <laughs> yeah I, yeah i was like crap last night I, I i've still got 100 pages to do and i remembered like there's 10 words a page yeah. i'll be fine I'm, I'm
1: gonna say again i want to say that this is by f- no means a bad book if you judge it by its premise um in the fact that it's a book based on a game it has a lot of problems though and
0: we've we've been like making fun of this book there are i think a lot of cool ideas in here there's a lot of very interesting characters it's Mm -hmm. obviously the first book in a series and it reads exactly like that you're like most of this stuff doesn't mean anything to me right now, but in three books time oh, it yeah. will be, be very important or whatever. Um, it's, but like, yeah. technically I didn't enjoy the writing. Um, I didn't like some of the characters in probably a way I wasn't supposed to not like them. They weren't supposed to be like hateable characters. Like Victoria Rash, uh, Leopold, um, Uh, Who else didn't I like? No, that was mainly it. it. Um, Those characters, I think, were supposed to be super cool. And to Mm -hmm. me, they just weren't. Uh, They were paranoid and awkward and uh, weird and kind of judgy. (laughs) Well, no, not kind of. Very, Um, very very judgy. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, they pushed the uh, story forward, which was interesting. There was a lot of telling, though. It was... I don't know if you found this. There was a lot yes. of describing how clever the characters were, and not actually the cle- characters oh, yeah, doing yeah. anything clever. The, pro- the
3: problem with telling rather than showing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, well. So that's that's a big problem I had with it. And then there's the uh, extreme objectification of every single character in this. There's one woman who's like uh, a large woman, yeah. and Victoria Ash is like this woman is the worst. Oh, Clarice, yeah, Clarice <laughs> really right. a von yeah. true. Yeah. I can't remember much. She just turns up for a moment. Yeah, she, and yeah. she's, she's,
1: she, she's, oh, she's plain, but she could dress up, but she doesn't. So, this.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think that's the commentatoria doing noise when they don't like something. <laughs> but
1: yeah, I agree. Um, I think all characters, women especially, objectify. But I think even, like, the, the physique is described in a way that fits more like how I would describe a mannequin rather than a person mm-hmm. it's all like statuesque or stat like uh, how their bodies are described and what kind of clothes I th- they're wearing
0: i, I, I noticed a, a lot mostly with women and there was a lot of he was a large sexy black man oh yeah uh, as <laughs> <a girl. laughs> you know, like they were all super muscular which uh obviously all the vampires are supposed to be sexy and yeah. yes most of them are but yeah it was a bit far too much i uh, think yeah, yeah what, I'll, rolf, I'll stop talking now
1: <laughs> rolf was probably the i just want to hear mannequin. you say a
3: sexy black man again <laughs> oh no <laughs> but nope,
4: yeah, it's, no
1: one clicks that it, i agree with you that there the way of the story being told is is it's clear that this is a view like the characters are more of a vehicle for the meta plot to proceed because i think the only signature character in this book is victoria ash mm-hmm. theobel is mentioned brief briefly leopold will spoiler, have a, a continuous involvement in the story, much to your mm-hmm. chagrin, I'm sure. Um, but this he was really, yeah, <laughs> this was setting things up. Um, I, I found, I can I quote one part, because I found one thing about Leopold that I really, really very much disliked, or actually that, that was so like jarring that it took me out of the story. It is, um, let me see here, very well then, I'd best proceed as it seems that dawn is but an hour or so away, and I must yep. yet return to my haven. This is Leopold Those talking. Are some
2: words that they certainly <laughs> put together into a sentence. And, and I was
1: like, this guy is, I, I wouldn't even say eloquent. I, either he's putting on a, a specific way of talking to Hannah, because he's saying this to Hannah, but then they, that, they sh, that should have been mentioned. And I'm like, who speaks like this?
3: Yeah, it, it. I remember that. He was definitely putting on airs because Hannah is so stoic and probably more regal than yeah. the prince. Yeah. He just yeah. didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, but uh, it, it sounded But it sounded totally bizarre.
1: Yeah, but then he gets he gets actually asked a question by Benison later. And he's like, uh, 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 uh. like he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> so. Yeah, plus after he
3: said that, he literally just felt her up, so... Oh. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Honey, what do you think about the book? Um, I already knew going into it. Um, I think I had previously talked to somebody about these books a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I'd gotten a little rundown on them. But um, I already knew this is the worst of the series in terms of it's very slow, and it's not super interesting until the end. So I already knew all that. I um, did get
0: a comment saying, like, it's the worst one. <laughs> did you? <laughs> when I announced it on the YouTube. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I can agree with the ones I've read. I haven't read all of them, but this is by far the worst.
3: Okay. Um, I wasn't paying too much attention to the writing. I I write as a hobby, and I'm a voracious reader. I try to read a, a, a new book, like, every two weeks. Um, but So I wasn't paying too much attention to the writing, because I know this is, like Primogen kept saying, this is just a novel from a book series from a game Mm -hmm. series so we're not we're not you know we're not looking for shakespeare here that was fine it was fine it was an easy read um my issue is that the the protagonists that they chose victoria ash and leopold um are so unlikable it was a bold choice to pick them as the first two antagonists for a 13 long book series full choice, yeah. because you had so many exterior, outside characters. I mean, I would rather listen to Felonius for a hundred pages, mm-hmm. or um, or even the Eleanor, general. The pr- or the yeah, the general. I'd have his internal minutes. monologue. Yeah, yeah. Or even the perspective of Eleanor, the wife mm-hmm. of the prince. You know, he does nothing. Ventrue. Yeah. The thing is, she did nothing
0: technically in the book but she has such an interesting position mm-hmm. as basically yeah. a second prince like yeah. that's how she's set up right yeah
3: i would have loved to know more about that but instead we get you know um this unbelievable i mean it's like 260 pages of <laughs> ennui and i'm like oh i love these. <laughs> some- i love that you know i love the the, the tortured soul yeah, yeah but you gotta give me a little bit more. There has to be another layer to it. Yeah.
0: And not <laughs> unintentionally funny segments. Yeah. <laughs> right? And like Leo's why being an idiot. Yeah. Why
1: is yeah. Leopold tormented? Like there's there's nothing yeah. in his life that's necessarily horrible except that he can't sculpt his sire. It's it's kind of a weak motivator. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Adia, you're not done yet. But I agree with you in that point. Like no, the enemy no. is it's it's unearned, I, I would say. Yeah.
3: yeah, and and um Again, you're writing from the perspective of kindred, so we're not kindred, we're not vampires, we, we know, I think all of us, we know a, a crap ton about the lore, but mm-hmm. we aren't, we didn't, wouldn't live that life, so if you're going to jump us into living in these these people's lives, you know, there's no relation, There's no relatable point, no. you know, Well, how many of us have lived as starving artists and then got embraced, and now well, we can't remember our sire, so relatable, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the torment, yeah, yeah. Um, or Victoria, you know, or Victoria Ash, you know, uh, she was a, a prostitute like 200, 300 years ago, and now she's like, gosh, I have this really high-ranking position as primogen, but man, I should be prince. Now, let you know, I have all this money and all this power, and I'm going to rent out the entire... <laughs> gallery you know it's just not relatable it's, it's just a hard jumping in point for a first novel in oh, yeah. a series yeah.
0: mm-hmm. as, as a political monster though I do like Victoria Rash. she's just like sure. power hungry she does all these ridiculously complicated things she hedges her bets on like kind of flimsy um, uh, like political chances of who knows what and why. And yeah, uh, i, I,
3: I like I like political intrigue mm. as much as the next person. My problem with Victoria Ash is that there's a saying in almost everything is that it's kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. That <laughs> is the, the, the best way I could put it. Yeah. and and the problem is is when you try and think too far ahead, too many steps ahead, even professional chess players will tell you this. That's how you trip yourself up. One to two steps ahead, that's like that's like the sweet spot. But you don't want to try and think 60 steps ahead. That will get you absolutely nowhere. So I don't know if she's, at this point, if she's actually in the best spot politically to maneuver herself into Princeton. Mm -hmm. Just based on the way that she's thinking.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It seems very, like, a lot of times some of the... Things she's doing just pop out of nowhere there was no build-up to all the things she was doing until they actually become relevant in the story like her right. manipulation of Th- uh, Thelonius and Benjamin which is just hand waved away it's like what about you didn't you send that letter I, I thought you sent that
3: letter it-, it and then they figure it out in 3.7 seconds and then she's yeah. like that blew up in my face god I didn't even see that one coming <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Harry what did you think about it the,
0: uh, um, the I read, read a very
2: different novel um, than you guys did. <laughs> I'm so
0: sorry. But as it is okay. From the description that we've given so far, and the bits yeah. that you've it read sounds
2: kind of an, It sounds like the kind of movie that I would love to watch because it's such a disaster that it would just be so much fun. I mean, you have katana-wielding ghosts, giant dick golems, like... <laughs> Again, it's ju- it just seems so surreal. And then you're right. It has these characters who are like, you know, they're so smart, but you don't see them being smart. You no. just are told that they're smart. And it's almost to me, it almost is like they stumble into things that could later become compelling. Yeah. But I doubt they will. Like th- Like um, Victoria, like she thinks so far ahead, right? Like Huddy said, the 60 steps. What would be really interesting is if in a later novel, they explored, oh she that's actually fucked her like she yeah. made a huge yeah. mistake and it one assumption and now everything's falling apart i don't think they will i don't think it, from what i've read i don't think it's of that type of quality where they would really ex- even think to explore that kind of thing yeah. um yeah it's very like you said it's a tabletop game novel and it very much reads like one it it reads a bit like a D adventure yeah. if that makes sense like yeah. no it does it does
0: yeah. And I, I think, think... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, uh, should we flip for it? Uh, should, we, should we go through the doors to see who goes first? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll Tom. just go first. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, I just wanted to add to what all of you have been saying is that I think for someone who's never read Vampire the Masquerade stuff before, who's not familiar with the setting, this book would be horrendous. Yeah. Uh, it would be borderline unreadable. Um, for someone who's into this, I think... It really shows, it, it definitely, I think it was you, Josh, who said it felt like an adventure before. Yeah. And, um, and
0: Harry as well. Oh, yeah.
1: Harry, yeah, yeah. You said as well, like, this feels like something that could have happened in a game because the storyteller's like, ha ha, you thought this is what was going to happen, but here's the Sabbat. Um <laughs> You know. And I
3: believe the storyteller would go, ha ha.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those. Oh, here's all the important characters you are now learning about and becoming invested in. That shit's not gonna matter because they're all gonna be dead, probably. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that was a good decision to make. But the, yeah. the
0: the problem is, a lot of I was what I was reading was like explanations of basic Vampire the Masquerade oh, specific yeah. lore things. Yeah. So clearly, it was intended to be an introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was a shame.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah I, I got because in the first introductory in the introductory part of with leopold they do that they mm-hmm. go into like Cain and embrace and what it means and blah yeah. blah blah and then they do the same thing when the second part starts with victoria ash Victoria is like oh yeah and this and that and, and you know explaining really yeah. basic lore metaplody stuff and then they sort of forget about doing that and then they start dropping other words and then they don't explain them
2: yeah
1: they're mm-hmm. like
3: nah too much effort no and one's think, reading this, but vampire
2: nerds
1: I, anyway. I think when I when I read this novel, I was very unfamiliar with the Sabbat. I knew about the clans in the Sabbat, but I knew very little about them because I only had the revised rulebook. So I knew about the clans, but that was it. And I, I I distinctly remember that I understood almost nothing about the Sabbat attack. And honestly, I understood very little about the Elysium scenes as well. But I think... I think this is just an occasion of wanting to show off too much of the setting in one book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, here's the follower of Set who's got his own plan with the Nos- Nosferatu who might be backstabbing these people. And then you have the general who's this old vampire. Yeah, so- yeah,
3: I feel like if I gave this to somebody who never heard of vampire, they would be like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> I've, i swear yeah because it's no but it's not really that bad for people who know the book know the lore it's not no, really that no, bad no. we all hear followers of set and we're like oh yeah the serpents
0: yeah yeah Going exactly. on yeah i I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone who doesn't know vampire the masquerade i would say read the rule book and i would say that because there is some genuinely top quality narrative segments in the rule books yes Yes, some of them are really cool. They're very short, so they're very focused, and they do interesting things with what they have and the space they have. But they're so much more interesting yeah. than some parts of this book. Um, yeah. Uh, is is there anything anyone any any final thoughts? I, I
1: think this uh, series of books, uh, more than any other novels in Vampire the Masquerade, like previous editions. If you want to get into the meta plot and want to know about the signature characters, these are the books you want to read. I know there's also a trilogy for Theo Bell when he's taking down this vampire slave ring. I haven't read that one. Um, but I do recall, because I only read like three or four of these books, and every time I've gotten into discussions with people online about, this was before I did my channel, I was like, oh, I like Gangrel. And they're like, oh, I love Beckett. Or like uh, Ramona. I was like, Ooh. Um, and a lot of these characters that show up in these books also show up in Revised Edition, um, which is a neat little thing, because like Anatole, for example, uh, who's a Malkavian uh, signature character, like in Revised Edition, you will get little snippets of text to every single skill of a- attribute ability, like a sample of these being used. And they almost always use signature characters doing certain things, mm-hmm. which I think is a really neat way to tie in uh, the meta plot into the rule book they don't do that anymore unfortunately in d5 i think um uh, they they do there's i like, saying, uh, yeah they do there's oh, sections
0: do. where fiorenza savona is like talking to someone and then suddenly she uses dominate and oh, as a description of yeah how oh okay works. but even there's with great they do that okay. still and it works brilliant okay okay yeah i no, missed no, that no, you're right um
1: but yeah, not not a book I would recommend giving someone as a Christmas gift, unless yeah. they're really into vampire lore, I guess.
0: I will say, I am excited to read the next one, though, which is Smitsi, Honestly, yeah. and, and like continuing with the story as well is something I'd like. And, I and will interested.
3: say, to put your mind at ease, it already seems better.
0: Good. That's good That's to good. hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we do another one with Smitsi in like a month? Absolutely. Then? A month. I mean, it doesn't take that long to read the book, but... <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe I can read the right book this time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it hurts. <laughs>
4: I'm so sorry. The shame. It's okay,
2: really, Chris. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I it's know, but it still hurts. To um,
1: but I, I, I say go for it, because I know for a fact that I love the Tsimitsi book. Mm-hmm. Again, this was a long time ago, so take that with a grain of salt. But it, it, it does follow... Uh, I don't think that's a spoiler. Sasha Vikos is, is the signature character of the Tsimitsi book.
0: I do know some stuff about Sasha Vikos, and... They are pretty cool. Yes, mm-hmm. um, they turned up in one of my campaigns. So I didn't
1: know. Oh, that's about cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
1: that was really cool. Vicos uh, is a is a staple character cool.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure they were in a relationship that. with Francois Vion at some point, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, and they uh, they uh, did uh, the tongue ta- uh, tongue tango with Beckett in a <laughs> dirty right. toilet stall in London. No, I don't remember. No, in I don't the, remember the, I don't know. Uh, they get around. <laughs> It's a great character though. Uh right. but yeah, the 27th, let's do it. Let's do, let's yeah. do all 13 oh, yeah. books.
3: <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. All right.
0: We, yeah, let's let's do that. I'm I am down to read all of these books and buy whichever and,
3: ones you don't have through Josh's affiliate link. Yeah. Yeah, give them, them 25 link, cents.
0: Uh via DriveThruRPG where if you would like to purchase any of the books, we get a kickback from that and um if it's uh if it's not like two cents we'll actually split it between the people who are on the podcast no no
3: no we don't want any of, of
1: your affiliate of not your blood money uh, no oh okay out money. i mean <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just happy to be here i'm just an
0: artist <laughs> yeah. oh, <my> God. <laughs> oh, i'm sorry um but this was it, a lot of fun Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to do this with all the others. If yeah. anyone somehow is inclined to read that book, from what we just did, there's the link in chat. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I just um, want
1: to say there are gems, like with the general, for example. There are gems in this yeah. book that are really, really good.
3: Yeah. My, my guess is that he's still there.
1: Yeah, like would, he's would a be amazing. statue.
3: No one. Yeah, yeah. He was. He's still there right now. Right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and I oh I don't remember what happens to Stella, but God, I hope she survived that. Just, justice
3: really for Stella. We don't know.
0: We don't know. Yet. We're gonna find out though in like a year's time when the final book is being read. Uh, oh my God! New Ark and Stella. Cool. Uh, every everyone, shill uh, your stuff, Harry. Can we Brilliant
2: hi uh i'm harry i I do a bunch of shit um you can find me on youtube at the salubri cat look that up i'm about to reach 50 subscribers so hell yeah Um, um a little bit punching above my weight on this podcast but i also have another podcast the saratoga by night podcast um which is on hiatus right now but season three is coming soon um i also have a third podcast or a second podcast Called uh, uh, called Controlled Chaos, which is a Wrath and Glory actual play. Um, and it's been nuts. It's a lot of fun. You should check it out. It's on my YouTube channel. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash the Path, like most of the time. And so, yeah, that's my shit. Oh, yeah, Harry Wyckoff on Twitter.
0: Sweet. Chris.
2: Right. Uh, hi. Yes, I'm Chris, the Primogen. You can find
1: me at the Primogen, one word, on Twitter, where I will post a lot otherwise you can find me on youtube the primogen uh which is my lore channel i do weekly uh lore videos and who's who's and vampire as well as some other stuff and uh i will also soon be starting a one on youtube giovanni chronicles storytelling session because that's it's gonna be fun um it's super cool yeah it is first part's
3: out and you should check it out it's super cool oh
1: thank you um, I also do some storytelling on the Onyx Path. I run uh, the Little Brook reunion, which will be ending next week, next Thursday. Oh boy. Harry's on it. We're all going to fucking die. No, 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 no. Why would you say that? Uh, but yeah, that's more or less what I do.
3: Huddy, Hadi. Hadi, it's me. Um, I'm Huddy from Huddy Funchland. You can Hadi Funchland on YouTube where I make Vampire the Masquerade lore videos. I make Wraith the Oblivion lore videos. I make Mage the Ascension lore videos. And I recap LA by night, among other things. <laughs> uh, and you can also find me on Twitter, also Hadi Funchland, where mostly I just geek out about vampire stuff 24-7 on there.
0: Nice. Well, if you want to see more of Huddy, I literally just released on Strange <laughs> Adventures a video where we talked for like an hour and a half about vampire shows that you can you should watch if you enjoy Vampire the Masquerade, um, and I had to cut that down to
3: thirty-three minutes. Sadly, I don't know how you did that because we giggled for like ninety minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was it was so much fun. It's a great uh, watch. Uh, I- the, the the full thing is available for my Patreon patrons, uh, uh, oh. but um, if you want a, a slightly less uh, tangent taking video, uh, Strange Adventures on YouTube is where I do all my vampire stuff. Yeah, so thank you to everyone for watching. Thank you to everyone for uh, joining in and reading. If you did, let us know what you thought about the book in the comments, etc. But until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye.